The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Every man has his techniques. And they're all different. They said you're not normal. Don't you sing R&B? I said I got no rhythm and I got no blues. I'm as happy as can be. song at the start of the show is I was trying to book a doctor's appointment because oh, the God. ear the ear thing I had I guess as I was coming in I noticed that my it, it was back when I tilt my head a little bit it just hurts in the ear which one uh, both the left mainly but both um and well and if I do this you might be able to hear hang on let's, let me try if I, I'm gonna hold my nose and blow did you hear that squeak no I could hear like a rustling do it again right hang on. I don't know if I can do it again I can't do it again. I'll blow my, I'll blow my, um, I'll blow my eyes up. <laughs> but so I tried to book a doctor's appointment online because you can do that in my surgery, and I don't want to go all broken Britain on you and stuff. But do you know when I can get an appointment at my doctor's? When? Two weeks. What? Two weeks. Can you go to the walk-in. Tuesday, the nineteenth of September. That's incredible. I could be dead of ear aids by then. I might. That's what might happen. Um, I will go to the walk-in centre. I'll go to the walk-in centre on Sunday. But um, I worry. Uh, here's the th- here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's the thing. When I go to the doctors, 
I act. We, does everyone does everyone do that? When you go to the doctors, you exaggerate an act to get drugs. No. Is what I'm saying. You don't do that. I very rarely go to the doctors. Right. When I do, I tend to um, make out I'm fine. <laughs> Is it, okay, so when I, I went in, when I went in last time, I knew uh, I went into the uh, walk-in centre seven. I entered it at five minutes to seven on a Sunday evening. I left at ten minutes past seven. It was wonderful, right? But I did. I did. I knew that I had something, right? But if you go in there and say I've only had it for a week, they go, "Well, give, give it a it bit ten longer." Days. Yeah. So I said, oh, "I've had it for three weeks." And, um, it, uh, and it, because I knew I had something that could only be defeated by, um, penicillin. It was the, it was the only thing, hang on, my ear might squeak, hang on. Oh. Did you hear that? Yes, I did that hear that. That was my ear. God, I've got, oh, jeez, I feel like, that was my ear, guys. I don't know if you heard that, that was my actual ear squeaking. So I said, I, I, I said, well, like, yeah, yes, I've, it's, I've had it for three weeks and it's very, very painful and I've, I've, I feel very sick. And, and they, it just went, yeah, okay, we'll give you some, I'll give you some antibiotics. Uh. Um, but, and it started to work. And what was great, because I get, I'm still getting bunged up at nine. It's the same thing. What was great is when I, as soon as I took the antibiotics, like 10 minutes later, I could feel my tubes all clearing themselves. Gosh. So I've got, I've got, I've got ear aids. Um, but I can't go and see my doctor until Tuesday the 19th. No, 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 19. All those who remember the war, oh, they won't forget what they've seen. Destruction! A man in a prime. And they were all about 17. So I will go on Sunday after the Virgin show. Oh, it makes me sad. I get it while well, you still can, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Um... But I thought everybody, I thought everybody plays it up to the doctor and exaggerates. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I say I wasn't lying. Technically, I was lying because what I was saying was untrue. But, but it was, it was based. It was like. Loosely on fact. It was, if you watch movies like Sully or Captain Philip, basically any movie with Tom Hanks in, right, it's it that that's that's based on a true story. Right. That's the phrase based on a true story. What what happened in Sully? I mean, I've not seen it. All Captain Phillips, but I'm I'm guessing the bachelor party, also starring Tom Hanks, is a more accurate portrayal of a bachelor party than um, Sully is of um, the, the man who um, deliberately crashed a plane. One of the good so guys. You're saying your visit to the GP was more like bachelor party. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying it's like Sully. Sully. It's based on a true An story. Adaptation. There's there's a nugget of truth. It, there's a truth nugget going around, and um, uh, but it's I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't well I'm saying that I I would swear on the Holy Bible in court because I mean you know. What what are they going to do? Well, they, obviously, if they find out I'm committing perjury, then I'll be in terrible, terrible trouble. So you wouldn't do that, then? I would commit perjury. No, you wouldn't. No, I would. No. I've done it. No. Oh, oh I'm, That was a joke. That, that a legal was, joke for you there. That was based on a true story. That was based on a true story. So, um, no, I haven't. Um, but I have no qualms... Both of those people calling in, tell them to naff off. Jeez. One's from Liverpool, one's from Birmingham. See if you can guess who they are. 
God's sakes. <laughs> oh, dear. Unrelenting is what they are. Do we, say it on, do we say it on the open? Yes, we do. Paul in Liverpool, our, our game is over. Our fun is done. Our game is over. Um, it ended when you were called out and you put the phone down. So none of this, uh, Ian's afraid to take my calls. You put the phone down. You ended it. That chapter is done. Best of luck um, finding another radio station that will um, allow your poison on air. Um, and Alan, you've been on too much. You were on ages ago, 20 minutes ago, James show, I think. I don't know. Anyway. Calling after midnight, Alan, is uh, what I'll say to you. I just what, I, what I'm keen to do, dear listener, is, and it's not in any way, you know, I'm not lumping Alan and Paul into the, as the same category. Alan just they just seem to call in at the same time. Is I want to get new voices, different voices, and I know lots of you like the regulars, and some of you don't like the regulars. So we just try to mix it up a little bit. Fresh meat, fresh meat, guys. That's what we are after this evening. Um, a very... We've made a boo-boo. I've made a geographical boo-boo. I don't know how this great country works on a map. So I, I, I've, we've booked in two shows. We're doing this tour, this rabbit hole tour, and we're playing... Uh, our only London show is on the 17th of September. We've sold about 80 tickets so far. Um, if you want to come, it's about, I think it's 12 quid, and we, you can come and meet us afterwards, and we'll, you know, we'll have a quick drink and shake hands and photos and stuff like that. Uh, if you Google King's Place, Rabbit Hole, Ian Lee, it'll pop up, right? So book tickets. But then we've booked Brighton, which is almost sold out, and we've booked Wolverhampton, which isn't on sale yet, and we've booked Luton, which isn't on sale yet, and we've booked Scunthorpe, which is on sale, and we've booked Hull, which is on sale. Now, here's the thing. We've sold about 10 tickets in each venue, right? And today I was looking at how we would get to the venues. I was thinking of maybe getting the train up. And then you got a mard on. No, saying, I didn't. Yeah. Yes, you did. I did not get a mard on. You how said, you? You said oh, I'll have to come, I'll have to come I'll into London. I'll still have to come into London. I still will. Yeah, I'll have to come into London. Yeah. But what do you mean? You, what do you mean? You, yeah, you'll have to come into London yeah. to get the train up. Okay, no, means, I'm just saying that out loud. It means I won't have to drive for three and a half hours. Or I won't. Well, how many of the drives have you done? One. No, I've done about two. Yeah, how many have I done? Three? About five. No. Yes. No. Don't make me don't make me come over there. That was mostly because you said you didn't like not driving because you get car sick and you I, do. I, I prefer um I prefer training. Trains. I prefer trains is what I'm saying. Anyway, so we're looking at the so one's Scunthorpe's at the beginning of October, Hull's at the end of October, and I looked and I said, Right, okay, well that's 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 um three three and a half hour drive or two and a half hour train journey to, to now where's Hull? Hull's about f- five minutes away <laughs> from Scunthorpe. So what I've done in my stupidity, right, is I've booked us two shows really, really close to each other in an area where I'm not even sure we've got any fans up there. And so it's going to be two of the most sparsely attended shows in Christendom. Well, so why don't we make them into a picnic or something? What, do you, what does that mean? Well, everyone can bring um, some food. Hang on a minute. So to, you, to make, you're making the show even more complicated. That's going to make less people come. Fewer. We're going to bring... Uh, oh, I, I hate that. <laughs> I know I you do. I hate <laughs> the less and fewer. And I say fewer deliberately because uh, uh, everyone... Uh, I say less than deliberately because everyone who says fewer, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> um, deserves uh, the most painful death known to humankind i don't know what that is yet death by um momo in it i think called momo woo woo what thingy what's just that 
Okay, you, you, we're going up a conversational cul-de-sac here. Of course, the most painful death is poker up the arse. That, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, we can't make... The, so what I'm, what I'm trying to do is I've got in touch with the whole people and said, can we, can we do it next year? Because <laughs> we've got totally... Why didn't anyone tell me? And I tell you why no one told me. Because nobody listens to us in Hull and nobody listens to us in Scunthorpe. That is why, dear listener... Absolutely nobody told me. No, I was sat there at the computer going, no, that must be a different hull. Oh, jeez, they're, they're just like over the over the river. Oh, they're a boat ride away from each other, guys. A boat ride away. Ay, 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 ay. Just when every penny counts, he goes and balls it up. Um, uh, lots to talk about this evening, um, including uh, UFOs. Well, I tell you what, uh, but, uh, UFOs, I've been reading about UFOs, and there's, um, I found this guy, and I've asked him to come on the show, who claimed, well, I'll, I'll read his website in a bit, because okay. I've just stumbled upon his website, and he's got some, he is making some outrageous claims um, about UFOs and what's going on. So we'll talk about that. Here's something I nicked from the Virgin show, might as well, while well, it's still going. Um, the uh, um, uh, crap bands that have had one good song. Crap bands have a one good song. Because you too, um, I liked, uh, hello, hello, let's go down to Vertigo. I like that one. Terrible band. That's a great song. They're not a terrible band. Oh, shh. You're just trying to be trendy. What, by saying you two are terrible? Yeah. So I've been saying that since um, the Joshua Tree in 1982. That's when you started your mission to be trendy. What do you mean they're not? What do you mean you two are not a terrible they're band? Not, they're not terrible. Yeah, they're, they're, no, what you mean is you have a terrible taste in music. <laughs> you two are what awful. I mean is I've got at least three of their CDs, yeah. They are awful. Oh, they're not. When was the last time we thought, oh, I'm going really, to put on some U2. I'm really going to enjoy I'm gonna enjoy listening to a little <laughs> bit of U2 tonight. That's what I'm going to do. When was the last time? Never, because they're awful. 0344 499 1000. Um, things that scared you as a kid. And I remembered this <clears throat> the other day. I used to be terrified. You don't see them now. When you, when you sent, took your pictures, your film to the chemists to be developed, it would come back in a little envelope, right? And so you get your pictures, your 24 or 36 pictures would, would come out. But then in the little sort of pocket at the front, you get the negatives. The negatives used to terrify me. I used to be scared of negatives because black people look white, white people look black, white people with brown hair look black with blonde hair. I, I, I used to find the whole negative world absolutely petrifying. It scared the life out of me. I would look at these negatives and I would have nightmares about negatives because they were familiar but they were so different mm. at the same time night was day day Aye. was night man it was awful so things that used to um uh scare you john says i'm a hull listener if that makes you feel better well are you coming to the hull show or the scunthorpe show that's the question john oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number this is the late night alternative on talk radio Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Seriously, go and, and Ray is very kindly, and, in, and I'm going to be honest, quite weirdly, um, made some negative pictures of me as a child. Oh. 
but but they look terrifying. They look absolutely. They look hideous, man. There's nothing more terrifying. Things that scared you as a kid. Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. So yesterday you had bad Jonathan on your shoulder telling you to give up on the book. Today yep. you've got good Jonathan on your shoulder telling you to keep going. Oh. Um, so I think Dennis's idea yesterday of just talking yeah. and then having that transcribed was a really good one. Oh, I forgot really to do that today. I was too busy. Um, I, was, I did a lot of walking today. I got to come into London for a voiceover and a meeting and I got the train in. I rode my scooter into Windsor Park for free. Got the train in, the 8.53, in to Waterloo. And then I walked from Waterloo up to Oxford Street, which, for those of you who don't know London, that's a 45-minute walk. Did my voiceover, then had, had an hour until my next meeting. So I just walked around for an hour. Pretty much around the block. Just walking around the block for an hour. Because I'm, I'm not going to be fat anymore, guys. I, I'm going to defeat this. Um, but I forgot to do that today. But, yeah, well, yeah... Uh, but then, um, is, that's cheating when it comes to writing a book, dicta- just just like dictating it, isn't it? No, any way you can do it. I mean, it's all about the end product in the end, and if this is the easiest way for you to do it, you could do it while you're walking. I mean, maybe not oh, in London, yes. but you could just talk into the microphone oh. as you're walking. And why not in London? Everyone else talks to themselves. It's why does everyone do start using? Why does everyone start using their phone like they're on um, a, The Apprentice, <laughs> where they've got it on speakerphone and they're holding it flat in front of their face? And wh- when did when did we all become idiots and forget how to use a telephone? Now, admittedly, um, our our kids, the, the, that generation, struggle with telephones because it's not what we used to have as a kid you pick up the receiver and you got that um you know but how, how, how why are we all idiots now everyone talks into their phone like this and it's less private as well that everyone around you can hear what you're saying and it just seems a bit strange oh and there was a guy behind us yesterday and he had his music on full on his own i can oh. understand if they're trying to show it to a mate or something yeah. on his own just playing this music out really loud why why? Why? Mobile disco, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's you used to get um, uh, people with uh, what we used to call ghetto blasters, and I'm wondering if that's a, a politically correct term these days. But um, your portable sound systems, hi-fi, high fidelity. Why On did they? Why did? Because hi-fi is short for high fidelity, mm-hmm. right? But why did they feel the need? Because high is is spelled H-I-G-H, so why not just call it high? Fi instead of hi-fi. Why not hi-fi? With it's less cool. Uh, well, no, but, yeah, but you still called hi-fi, but you spell hi properly. At least spell one of the words. Spell 50% <laughs> of the words correctly in the title that you have made up for your cassette player. Spelling isn't cool. I, um, did, I remember, and I saw him recently, but it's like 400 quid. Um, the, 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 um, portable stereo, uh, players that had record players in. Oh. They were sweet as anything. But surely you couldn't carry that on your shoulder. It would keep jogging. No, we, well, no, you put it down so you could break dance. You, <laughs> you, you don't, you don't roll your, your lino, put that on the, the pavement. If you, if you, if you were rich enough to afford lino. Jeez. Um, <laughs> and, uh, then you put in your, uh, records. And you'd um, scratch? No, you couldn't scratch on it. Oh. Closed, uh, closed unit, isn't it? Um, but you, you do it, and uh, yeah, for, I saw one four hundred quid. It weighs an absolute 
ton. That shop opposite my secret car park yes. I use, they had one in there, 400 quid. Then I saw one on eBay for 150, so I thought, hey. He's not cheap, that fella, is he? He's not che- I wonder, here we go. All right, this, we'll do this as well. So things you were scared of as a kid. Shops that you wonder how they still exist, right? This is a great one. 0344 499 1000. Shops that you wonder how they still exist. WH Smith is the, the great mystery to me. I've got no idea. They must be selling drugs there. <laughs> I have got no idea. But there's a car park I use in London. It's just outside the congestion charge, and it's really, really competitive London uh, rates. 14 quid for four hours. That's a bargain. And opposite it, there is an old audio-visual shop, and he sells everything. Eight-track machines, this giant um, uh, record portable record player. It's all piled up like in Aladdin's cave. You know, you have to stand in the middle and, treasure. and keep looking because everywhere is, you know, you might miss something. It's, it's absolute treasure. I mean, there's everything is in there. Old Walkmans, everything, everything, everything. And I've been in there a couple of times. I had a chat with him. He's a nice bloke. He's been there for years and years and years. And um, both times he told me he'd been on BBC London, or as he called it, GLR. <laughs> so that was how long ago it was. But um, but everything in there costs an absolute fortune. You can get it on eBay. Well, like I say, for a quarter of the price. This thing was 400 quid. I saw it for about 120, 150 quid on, on eBay. Um, so... And it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's off the Edgeway Road. It's, it, it's in a really weird, secluded place. How the hell is that shop still going? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand shops that you think should have closed down years ago. Well, there's a, that one round the corner. This woman sells, I mean, bespoke hats. Oh, what but they're is the that? most like mad hats you've ever seen. My children are actually frightened of that shop. They think the Mad Hatter lives there, and um, because she like they, they're like um, sun visors with ping pong balls attached to them. She's got one in there uh, this week, and it's got di- like fluffy dice on it. Yeah. Who's buying them? Who is buying that? <laughs> I, there's something going on there. Uh, well, Jonathan, I, I will, I'm going to continue with the book. You know, here's the thing. I'm disheartened because no one's interested in buying it. And I don't mean well, you, know, you, I mean, in terms of like a publisher. And, and yeah. I'm on a bit of a downer at the moment. So I'm aware I'm riding out a bit of a downer. So uh... I know that, but I, I just know it'd be really interesting as well, because the way you tell stories, oh. there's bound to be something in there that's going to be really funny or insightful. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And okay. I, the other Jonathan I feel was just going too far the other. Go cut him off there. Um, yeah. Um, WH Smith, I don't get it. I don't, I go in there about once every two or three months to buy, um, uh, I was going to say dad's mags, but that means something else. To, to buy old, old men's rock magazines is what I, and I nearly went in today to buy some, but I've, I've already got a couple, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold off. Um, and, and they're constantly, Who's like to buy a bar of chocolate for a pound? Oh, Jesus, no, no, I don't. No, I just want to buy this. Um, them and boots are the worst for offering you tat when you buy because boots always give you like that. Va- it was giving me vouchers for like um, tampons. No, not tampons, but like Chanel number no. five. And I always say yeah, I don't, I don't need the, uh, I don't need the, va- the vouchers. And they still get said, no, honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't want it because you're, you're giving me, you're passing your crap. On to me, and all I'm going to do is throw it away. So keep it for some sucker that wants your crap boots. <laughs> I don't get boots. Don't get Smiths. Um, I went into a charity shop the other day. Farnham, Farnham Common. There's a tattoo parlour in Farnham Common. Now, that will mean nothing to most of you, right? But that's where I grew up. We, we lived in a council estate until 11, then we moved to, to Farnham Common. And... Um, 
It was always quite posh. There's a tattoo parlour. I, uh, I emailed my sister, there's a tattoo parlour in Farnham. I, I, I could not believe it. Well, you know why? why? Posh kids have tattoos now. Oh, Everyone's gee. got them. No, apart it's, from me. it's because everywhere is going down market. Everywhere is down market. And um, they got some charity shops in there. And I went into the charity shop where I, I dropped off every copy of The Unexplained to see if it was still there. I was going to buy it back. But it wasn't. But then they got a charity shop where everything is £2 or less. Oh. What? Everything is £2 or... Uh, or I, I don't understand. What the hell is going on with this world, guys? We're going to hell in the handcart. And I, for one, will uh, will not be tolerating this. Let me tell you. So, plenty to wrap your lips and your ears around. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We're going to talk UFOs, crap bands that have one good song... Things that scared you as a kid and shops that you still don't understand how they are open in the year 2017. 0344-499-1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodes. Can I, Cobbers? Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Smoothly done. Yeah. The oil that has come upon my life. It took a long time for the oil to come. It took a long time for the oil to come. So I cannot mess up. Someone's getting told off. Hello, you're on the air. One thing that destroyed many Hello. You, you can't mess up with your mind. Hello. Hello, you. Hello, you're on the air. For the anointing. Hello? You're on the air? Yes. Yes? Is, ev- is everything okay? Yes, everything's okay. That's, is, that, um, is, that your, is that the television in the background or your mum? Do you want to speak to me or her? Um, well, who do you? Well, you called me. So, who, who do you want to speak to? Oh, well, you just called me, so I know you just called me, sir. Okay. All right. Um, this is somebody's phone. She's preaching now. So, when she finishes, she'll call you back, please. Your number is hidden. It's, it's a private number, so we can't call you. How do we call you? But, okay, so, who who are who? Are, hello, who is this? You're on the air. You're on talk radio now. Okay, hold on. Go on. Just hold on. Hold on. What? I found out. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, as I pray, I pray for somebody. Let me pray. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus for the one that is listening to me right now. What the heck is going you on? You who is listening to me, I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon you. I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon your life. Yes. I yes. release um, the grace of God upon I, I your don't, life. I don't really want to listen. The Spirit of God will touch you wherever Hello? you are. Hello? I pray for the grace of God to be released. Hello? Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. I Hello? Somebody. I am touching your labor right now. In the name of Jesus, yep. touching your liver. I'm touching your liver right now. There's a problem with your liver, and the Lord is touching you in the name of Jesus. Somebody you have. I think someone's. Stomach. It's like. Cured of. Ulcer. Stomach ulcer. Li- the stomach ulcer. Stomach in your stomach. What's that sort of. I see it like. Red. Was, I like to call it a stomach ulcer. Stomach. 
God is healing you right now. Somebody, your neck, your back neck, the pain. As I'm so... speaking right now, there is... Hello? Call it there, there is something on your neck. Hello? Your neck right now. The Spirit of God is healing you. Yes. In the mighty Hello? Name of Jesus. Holy Ghost is healing you Thank right you now in the name crap. of Jesus. Hello? Hold on for me. Sorry? What? Hold on for me, yeah? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you're, you. You're on talk on. radio? Oh, I'm on talk radio. Yes. Who is this, please? Um, this is Apostle Rich Lavmaya. Okay. Um, well, um, may I ask what you're doing? Um, I am ministering right now. Can I, can we talk later? Uh, uh, I guess, I guess so. You've, you phoned us. No, I didn't phone you. You phoned me. No, 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 no. We didn't phone you. Okay. Let me give, let me give to my assistant to yes. speak with you. Fan- this fantastic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hello, um, do you want to preach on the radio? Um... I'd like to know. She's healing somebody, is she? She's praying, doing live program now. She's on a live program now, and then oh, you called on the t- on the telly. When, on the Facebook. Oh, oh, I I think someone may be playing a little prank prankette on us. But 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 boy, oh boy, what a fortuitous prankette this is. Um, so uh, she's 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 healing. She's healing someone with the power of prayer. Yes. Wow, that sounds fantastic, if slightly fantastical. Um, we, well, I'd love to, I'd love to, and who are you, sir? What is your relationship to? I thought it was your mum telling you off. <laughs> That's what it sounded no. like. It sounded like your mum having a go at you. No, 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 no. She's, um, preaching now. Uh, we're having a meeting at the moment, so she's preaching on the TV live, um, on the Facebook live. Yes. At the moment. So I thought... Because you're a radio, you said you mentioned something radio. I thought you wanted to preach on your radio, or you were watching from the TV, or the, I mean, the Facebook. Well, what I think may have happened is there is an individual who, um, uh, that he's, has worked out a system whereby they can phone you and phone us at the same time. So we both think we've been phoned by the other person. But I have to say, they've played an absolute oh, okay. blinder this evening. This is, this is remarkable, remarkable stuff. <laughs> Right, so if you want to speak to her personally, um, but she didn't call you anyway. She didn't call somebody else, but I've called you because okay. your number is even a hidden number. Well, should I give number, you? So should I give you our telephone? Will she be able to call us this evening? We're on until one o'clock. Okay. Should What's I give? Number? Should I give? Have you got a pen and paper, sir? Yes. It's zero three four four. Yeah. Four nine nine. Yeah. One thousand. And we are, my name is yeah. Ian, pleased to meet you. We are Talk Radio. This is the Late Night Alternative, and our show was built for that young lady to come and speak on. Okay. And we call you back, so okay. when you phone up, we'll call you back. Okay. All right, man, thanks All a right, lot. That's fine. In- enjoy yes, your yes. praying. Yeah, are you, is it Ian, eh? Ian Lee. Ian. Oh, right. All right. All right, man. Oh, she's finished. She's finished. Hold on. Oh. Hello. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Talk Radio. Amen. Oh, no. 
Yes. All right. Hello. Hello. Good Hello. evening. Hello. Yes. Good evening. Yes. Good evening. Welcome. You are live on talk radio. Amen. Amen. Okay. Yes. Um. We heard. What? Sorry. I mi- I struggled to hear your name. What was your name? Rich Love Maya. Rich. Apostle Rich Love Maya. R I C H. L-O-V-E. Rich Love Maya. That's a fantastic, fantastic name. And what are you, a pastor? Yes, I'm an apostle, oh. and I'm a prophetess. A prophetess? Oh, man, alive. We, yes. are, we are sorted. Um, it, it, what prophecies do you... Uh, g- g- what, what, how do you prophesize? Um... Um... Mm. I have the the gift of word of knowledge and word of wisdom. Yes. Yes, and um, the Lord honors my words, and I give the prophecies to the word of God. Um, do you have any, I don't know if this is how it works, do you have any prophecies that you can share with us this evening? Um, it depends. I don't have any prophecies to share with you. Okay. But as the Holy Spirit leads and directs, when the Holy Ghost reveals anything to me, I will not hide it from you. Okay. I will say it. Do you not forget? He has not said anything to me concerning you or your radio station. I'm I'm joined by a young lady called Catherine Boyle, my producer. He's not he's not said anything about Catherine, has he? About her getting the sack or anything? Oh, no. No. Excellent. Okay, that's um, that's good to know. And and um, you you broadcast on Facebook, do you? Yes, I broadcast right now on Periscope. Ah, the old periscope. I see, I see. Um, wow. Um, and, and you heal as well, do you? I don't heal. Jesus heals. Okay. I but, don't heal. But he heals. I pray, and, and the Lord Jesus will do the work by his spirit. I don't heal. Could you, well... I, this is going to sound flippant, but I've got a feeling we were meant to speak to each other tonight. Okay. I've, I've got a little bit of an ear infection. That okay. It, my ears are kind of bubbly, and it, if, if I tilt my head, it hurts a bit. Now, I've been to the doctor, uh, and he gave me some antibiotics and penicillin, Um and it, okay. it, it, it kind of worked a bit, but now it's come back. Is is there anything you could do to help my ear infection? Um, what I can do is to pray. Yeah. And the healing will come from the Lord Jesus. Man alive, that would be great if you wouldn't mind. That is what I can do. If you Thank have you. ear infection, yeah. the Lord is our healer. Bible says in Psalm 108, and Psalm 120, verse 7. Yes. Could you do it? I I don't want to sound pushy. Could you do it now? I could pray with you now. That would be... He says he sent forth his word 
to heal them and he delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 103, he says, Bless the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits. He says, the one who forgives you all your iniquities and he heals all your diseases. Let's do it. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy and he makes your youth to be renewed like the eagles. So the Lord, when you bless him, the Lord forgives us and he heals us and he crowns us. And so as a child of God, are you a born again believer? I am. I am. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I'm not. I do believe that Jesus can heal you. I'm going to take your word for it. If he, it, it, here's the thing, right? If Jesus heals my ears tonight, I am, and I will be yes. totally honest, I will, I will become a Christian. If he heals my ears tonight, I'm going to become a Christian. He, he is able. He's do able. It. I'm going to pray with you. Okay, let's do it. I want you to touch your ear right now. Oh, yeah, I'm, tu- I'm touching it. I'm touching the bad one, yeah. Yes. I'm going to pray with you, and I believe God with you, that he who sent his son, Jesus Christ, yes. don't, don't, don't to die on the cross of Calvary, yes. to shed his blood for mankind, he will heal you now. Okay. We are praying. We are a team of pastors here. We are praying right now. Thank you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Jehovah, we release your mighty power over this man right now. He says, Lord, if you are able to heal him tonight, he will give his life unto you. This is the reason why you came. You came that the works of the devil will be destroyed. I come against any ear infection right now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. I command the ear to be healed. In the name of Jesus, here I speak to you right now. Be healed in Jesus' name. 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 Any satanic attack upon your person, I destroy it in the name of Jesus. Any spirit of death, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We release the power of the Holy Spirit right now upon this man. Right now in the name of Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost touch your ear in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, touch this ear right now. Let the ear pop open. Let every infection die by fire in the name of Jesus. Every infection die by fire in the name of Jesus. Infection go in the mighty name of Jesus. Infection Go in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. I worship you. I give you glory. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I give you praise. Spirit of God, move right now. Holy Ghost, move right now. Spirit of God, move right now. Holy Ghost, move right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord. Amen. I give you praise. Amen. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, you're passionate. How do you feel? 
It it's a, how do you feel in your? It feels it feels it feels. I'm going to be honest. It feels a little bit better, but that may be just because I was pushing my finger in my ear. But that was um, that was very very passionate. Thank you very much. Does that is that tiring for you to ex- to, to use so much passion and energy? <laughs> oh, I don't use energy. No, it's the spirit of God. Of course, you have pain in your left hand, your left arm. Um, in my left arm, no. Your hand, your left hand. Um. No. Toward your elbow, like that. Um, yes, I do! I do! I've got tennis elbow! I've been going on about it for ages! Yes, I do! I do! Please say it again. You say you do? I do! My left elbow! It really hurts! I've got tennis elbow! If I lean on it, there, it hurts! The Lord is healing you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. This is brilliant! You're fantastic. The Lord, the Lord is healing you right now. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing right now. And then your neck, your neck toward going toward your 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 left side of uh, your neck, yeah. left side of your throat. Toward your left side of your throat. Yes. Any pain, any problem there, in the mighty name of Jesus, the left side of your throat, yes. your neck, going the into elbow. your ears, yep. any infection, yep. we command it to die by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Fire. We command any infection to die by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. We lose you from every grip of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We thank you. Holy Ghost, move over your servants right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Check your ear, check your elbow, check your arm. Everything is gone in Jesus' name. It is gone. Wow. It is gone. Check it. It is gone in the mighty name of Jesus. You are healed in Jesus' name. Hang on a minute. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'm not, I'm not... Yeah, the, the the tennis elbow doesn't seem to be. This is in, this is incredible. The tennis elbow. I put it down when you mentioned it, and and it hurt. It's not hurting. This is incredible. Amen. In Jesus' name, Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. What about your ear? What about your ear? It it's feels it, you are healed. Well, it, I'm not going to commit to the ear. The ear feels better. I'm going to see how it is in ten minutes. Hey, listen, can, can you give us your name again? Because you've been absolutely fantastic. What was your name again? My name is Rich Love Maya. Rich Love Maya. It's a wonderful, wonderful name. Can I just thank you and the, the pastors that you are with? Um, for your time, and, yes. and, and, and uh, thank you, Jesus, because I think my tennis elbow is cured. This is incredible. Thank you so much. And what, what, what a fortuitous accident that we ended up speaking to each other. It's not an accident. No. I, what, I'm, because we're not doing Thank you so much, and thank you to the... Can you thank the gentleman that we spoke to earlier? I really appreciate your time this evening. Let me take your number. Yeah, okay. Yes, I'll give you my number. It's oh, have you got he, he's got the number. I gave it to him. Yeah, he's got the number. He's got the number. My name is Ian Lee and this the state radio station is Talk Radio. 
Thank you so much for your time this evening and for my uh, helping with helping um, be a conduit for um, Jesus's loving power. Visit the website. Visit richlovemaya.org. Right. Rich, visit the website. Rich Love Maya. I'm going to have a look at it, Rich Love Maya. Um, thank you. Dot org. Dot, co- dot org. Dot okay, someone got the yes. dot com. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time and um, um, season's greetings to you. All right. You didn't say your name. You say your name was? Ian, Ian, Neil. Ian Lee. <laughs> Uh, Ian. I A I N. This is the longest goodbye ever. I A I N. Uh, Ian Lee. L double E. Okay, I have it. All uh, right. God bless you. Thank you so much. You. Have a safe evening. Good night. <laughs> Season's greetings. Bye, thank you. Right, right. That is weird. Right now, we know that there's someone that sometimes when you get a withheld number, it's quite often it's someone who's worked out a br- little clever technique of phoning up someone else, phoning us up. We both answer at the same time. We think the other person's called us, right? Right. Now, she mentioned... I don't know about the ear yet. I'm not sure about the ear. She mentioned the left side, my left arm, the the left elbow, right? She mentioned the left elbow. And I was going to say, no, then I remembered the tennis elbow. And I've been talking about this on air. I put... Oh, she looks younger than I expected. Look what good for her. Um, I put the elbow down... And I got the, sh- the the sharp, stabbing pain that I've been getting for ages, right? She did the whole thing, and I'm putting the elbow down with some foot. It's not there. Why, why are you putting that face? Are, not- you, are you doing a thing? I swear on my kid's life, I'm not doing a thing. I swear to you, I'm not doing a thing. I swear to you. You know I wouldn't say that like No, I know you wouldn't. I'm not doing a thing. It, uh, 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 it's not there. Do I have to dedicate my life to Jesus? I well, said I would. You would. Flipping heck. That is some freaky shiz, man. That is some freaky shiz. Now, Did I, you hear I, her speaking in tongues? Is that what it was? I, I thought so. it was. I thought it was a language. No, I don't know. I may be wrong. Don't you start. Right. That's that's how it begins. Was that tongues? Yeah, I think I think so. If anyone's <laughs> listening and you, and you're, f- I'm guessing she's Nigerian. If anyone understood what she was saying, but I think that was tongues. I don't think it was that prankster that phoned her up. I think that that was Jesus. Has he got a periscope? Something. Of course, he's he's, he's omnipotent. Um, although he's not on Instagram, strangely, never took off for him. Um, he, he is. He set, he set up the account about five years ago, and then there's only three pictures on there. But um, that was meant. That was meant to happen. That is, that is, that is freaky, yeah. Okay. You're not buying it. Why would I lie to you about my elbow? No, you're not lying to me. I'm just. I'm observing. I'm going into. Um... All right, James Randy. James what? very Randy, from what I've heard. <laughs> not you. I'm actually talking about James Randy. <laughs> Um, gosh, well, that's really given me something to think about. Yeah. About jacking all this in and dedicating my life to, to, Jesus. to Jesus. Um, what a nice lady. She didn't have to do that. No. I enjoyed that. I wondered whether she was... Can I be... Can I say what I was going to say? Yeah, I'm going to say it. 
When she was saying, what's your name? I thought she was going to ask for your credit card number. Oh, you racist. That's racist. It's not racist. That's racist. It's not racist at all. That's racist. It's not racist at all. You heard an African person and you thought it was a scam. No, not a scam. But sometimes they'll ask for a donation. Oh, no. Healers no. do. Now, and that's nothing to do with being She racist. did that for free. Well, it would appear so. She did that for free. Sorry if it's a bit noisy. We're, we're coming um, from my mate Barry's dad's garage. So it's they're working late. So it's a bit noisy tonight, if you can hear that in the background. Um, golly gosh. Philip and Simon, stay there. We will come to you after the news. Um, that wasn't planned. That wasn't scripted. Didn't know that was going to happen. And that was not what, a thing. What? you've heard there is 20 minutes of radio maybe a bit longer than that that has blown my mind absolutely blown my mind 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number i would love to get your thoughts on what just happened there i would love to get your thoughts on what just happened there and also whether um, you have experienced anything similar yourself um, and um, my brain can't process it. Trying to find the... I can't... The spot on my elbow isn't there. It's not there. I could... I've not been able to put my elbows down on the desk without getting this shooting pain for ages. Uh, it's not there. That is nuts, isn't it? That is... Wow. Well, you know what you promised. This show just got spiritual on our asses. How's about them? Well, the, the promise was for the year. And I'm not sure about the year. <laughs> All right, okay. The promise was definitely for the year. Um... Well, I'm speechless, and that regular listeners to the show will know that very rarely happens. That very rarely happens, but I have had my tiny little mind blowing. Blown. Um, okay, um, Simon and Philip, stay there. We will come to you after the news. Sorry, that that completely took me by surprise. Um, you're welcome, dear listeners, to call in and chat about that, chat about your own experiences, or if you don't, you want to, you can phone in about anything you want, basically, is, is how this show works. You, you know, I, I will sit here and say these things. You can f- call in about anything you, you, you want. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. 0344 499 1000. You'll speak to uh, Sam. He'll take your name and number and we'll give you a call back. No Periscope this evening because I'm, I'm not really feeling it, although I kind of wish that we had Periscope that, so you would have got to have uh, uh, have seen it. But of course, you can listen to us on DAB. You can listen on the Talk Radio app, or of course, go to talkradio.co.uk. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. stranger cause I heard his sweet song and it was gently enticing me though there was there was something wrong but when I turned he was gone blinding me his song remains reminding me he's abandoned and a heartbreaker 
you've just tuned in um, you've missed literally a miracle sorry we're coming from my mate barry's dad's garage tonight uh, the talk radio studios are being repainted uh, a miracle has happened on the air a miracle has happened on the air my tennis elbow i couldn't put my elbow down on the desk without sh- shooting pains and it's it's gone it's gone uncanny Will it come back? Who knows? But it's, we a miracle has taken place on the air. 0344-499-1000. Everything I've got written on this scrap of paper now seems meaningless. No, it doesn't. Because I told you I'd found this thing about UF. What is going on? Is this a moment? Am I having a moment? Is, it, is, this, my, is this my awakening? Is it? All right. So I found... If it is, I hope we don't become a pain like some people. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll, st- I'll, I'll be one of the good Christians that, that loves gays and stuff. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Um, although they will be, um, you know, they will go to hell unless they repent. Um, <laughs> no, so I found this website, right? Begin.newmessage.org. Because right? I was looking for UFO-y type stuff, just Googling UFOs. And um, this guy called Marshall Vian Summers... Two fantastic names we've had mm. with the young lady before and this gentleman has written a book. Okay, and I've, I've tweeted him to see if we can get him on the show. So the, the, the web, but this is what got me, right? It's a list of points he's making here on this. With this. An extraterrestrial intervention is occurring in the world. It's not going to happen. It's happening. People are being taken against their will. Human freedom and sovereignty are under threat intervening alien forces seek to subjugate the human family 
They plan to occupy our world through hidden infiltration, deception and lies. Alien forces are poisoning the well of spirituality. So I clicked on this thing. An extraterrestrial intervention is occurring in the world. I clicked on it and I started reading it. Part of the great waves of change for humanity is that it must face the reality it's not alone in the universe or even with its own world. Uh, Expeditionary forces from the greater community, from the physical universe, are in the world today and have been here for some time. Interfering in human affairs, manipulating human perception, promoting human conflict, acting surreptitiously behind the scenes, taking people against their will and subjecting them to terrible experiments. While you have been living your life under normal circumstances, great things have been going on behind the scenes, things that the public has no idea of. And though many people have seen craft flying in their skies and countless sightings have been reported, the mystery of this presence in your world has remained undercover behind the scenes, out of public view. Goes on a long time, quite a long thing, um, basically saying that we are under attack from aliens. But the heading at the top is the new message from God. Now, right, I, don't, I haven't looked up anything religious or, or anything before, but this guy's coming from a religious point of view. So, and I've not read the full thing. I'm hoping he'll come on and explain it because it sounds fascinating. But he is coming from a religious point of view saying that we are under alien attack, okay? And I, I never Google anything religious, and I didn't Google this deliberately. It just I typed in UFOs. This came up. I clicked on it. And I kept the page open, and I wrote it down in my uh, in my list, right? Then um, uh, Rich Love somehow got on the show. We called her. No, we hadn't. Was it the alien? She called. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But those are two pretty, pretty meaty coincidences, think ye not? I think you're... Yeah, coincidence. But what's interesting is, right, you're the one coming across as cold. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andrew says, I'm I'm shocked by Kath's cynicism. Don't be. I'm really cynical. No. You should know that. No, but but I am really... I'm more cynical than you. Nah, you're not. Uh, Well, but you've not the one... You're not the one that's been healed. Exactly. That's why I'm cynical. Right. I am. Exactly. And you're not the one that where religious themes are joining like cogs mm-hmm. in a wheelhouse spinning. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Let's speak to some of the great philosophers that call this show. Andre, what do you make of what's been going on? Oh, thank you very much, Ian. <laughs> I listen, right? I'm talking of miracles. I'm back. I'll just come back off my own this year. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm in quite a good mood, actually. But, but I'm shocked by... Uh, cast sexiness, actually. Don't be shocked, baby. <laughs> no, I am. So it's overwhelming, Kath, yeah? Well. But anyway, besides the point, you know the miracle happened with your elbow, yeah? Yes. Yeah, did you, what, you got the elbow? Or the, or, or, Ian, do you know what the Spanish archer is? Go on. The elbow. Have you been given the Spanish archer? Okay. <laughs> not, not from this job. Right, the Spanish archer. Yes. I see. Elbow. Elbow. I got it. Yep, yep. Oh, anyway, I've been a burn on crouch. I only plan on going there for the day, yeah? Yeah. I'll stay for a week. That's absolutely fantastic, Andre. Thank you. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello, Ian and Kath. How are you doing? Hello. Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good, Steph. Yeah, um, oh, it's a f- an, inter- an interesting...
interesting uh, half an hour or so. We are think. reminded, thank you, Tony, it is a full moon this evening. Yeah, oh. But that, that, was a, that, that was an interesting bit of radio, actually, I thought. I was thank sitting you. there quite, uh, quite eager to listen to I wish Kat and I were clever enough to plan stuff like that, but sadly, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> we're the not. best stuff always happens spontaneously, though, yep. doesn't it? I, I think so, I think so. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about, uh, about an hour ago, you were talking about shops that you don't... Oh, of. yeah, the WH Smiths, I don't understand yeah. how it's still going, and there's a brilliant, brilliant shop in London, it's in a side street somewhere, um, and they sell a really old hi-fi equipment, and it's great, it's a treasure trove, but he charges a fortune, and, and you can get that stuff for about a quarter of the price on eBay. Shops that you can't understand how they're still surviving. Is it, is it like car boot sale stuff, or is it quite expensive? Oh, it's expensive. It's, it's, it's yeah. expensive stuff. So there's a portable, um, sort of uh, what we used to call a ghetto blaster, but one that had a record player yeah. in it. He was selling it for four hundred quid. You can get it on eBay for one hundred and fifty. Nice. That's, uh, I've not seen this for a long time. Um, but I, I, my thoughts are not necessarily from the retail side of things, but from more the food. Yes. Um, bakeries that are opened like around Greg's, because obviously everyone Ooh. goes to Greg's. Yeah. So why, I mean, well, I don't understand these bakeries that still stay open. There's one that's just opened uh, last year. Well, a new one has opened, because I can understand yeah. Greg's being, the, you know, like the, 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 the bad boy of the high street and moving up next to Mr Smith's, the bakers. Oh, yes. But you're saying that a new one well, has opened near Greg's? A new local bakery, like, you know, uh, wow. I think it was, uh, you know, there's a couple of them in the area, opened about a year ago, pretty much on the same street yes. as a Greg's. Now, that's got to be shooting themselves in the foot, surely. Because, I mean, everyone... You know, is, I mean, um, that sounds a little bit, uh, little bit bad planning. Unless, yeah. are they going for the kind of um, upmarket bakery no. sort of patisserie thing? No, no, it's, it's still middle of the road. I mean, I, I go there now and again. You know, obviously, I, I like to change things up a little bit in the, uh, in the old pasty department. Yeah. So, um, I have popped in there a few times. And, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's not any better than Greg's. Is it the same... So, no, it's probably worse, to be honest. <laughs> mm. But they do things for very cheap. So, obviously, they're going for that sector. Mm. And also, they do things like um, you can you can buy, like, a Yorkshire pudding with some beef in it. Oh, oh yes! Hang on a minute! <laughs> I think we found their game plan. <laughs> this is wonderful! Yeah, as well as a sausage roll and, you know, your sausage your uh, sausage and bean bakes and all that sort of stuff. Aye, aye. I, want a, I want a Yorkshire pudding with, with beef in it. With, uh, just a slap of beef in there. It's all good. Me and Kath, um, oh, speaking of other, speaking of other places, I, we, I'm, I'm walking a lot. I'm trying to walk to lose weight, and um, <laughs> it didn't work yesterday. I went for a walk, and literally ten minutes away from from where Talk Radio is based, I found this little side street, and I thought, oh, I'll walk down there. This will be interesting. And at the end of this little side street is this quite well hidden tapas bar. And I phoned up Kath. I said, Kath, stop your work, whatever you're doing. I found this place. We're having dinner there tonight. And um, it, w- we gorged. I mean, we had too many. We had six. We should, should have got four. And uh, we gorged on tapas. And uh, apart from the pork, everything was amazing. And that, that sort of beef stew that we had. Oh. I can taste it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I love it. It was good. I, I can't actually think of where the nearest tapas place is. You've been, I'm from, calling from Morpeth. As you know, it's quite a uh, odd sort of little little town. Yes. I think the nearest tapas place is probably about thirty miles away. Actually, there'll be probably be one in Newcastle. There'll yeah. be one. There'll be one. There'll be maybe loads in Newcastle. The yeah. thing about tapas bars is they get quite low key. They're brilliant as well if you've had a skinful. I'm not casting any aspersions on Newcastle, but come on, we both yep, yep. know <laughs> Newcastle. A skinful, yeah. 
So I want to get the show sponsored by Tapas. Oh, yes. That's what we want. Simon, thank you very well, much for the... I'll give you a quick ring because I haven't called for a while. Well, it's I nice... I, I have been tuned in. So nice to hear your voice. Thank you very much indeed. Philip, you're going to be next. Then it's Steve in Newcastle. 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Neon Lit Night Talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 uh, Ian Lee here. Catherine is here as well. Good yep. evening, Philip. Good evening, Ian. Sorry, Philip, we've kept you waiting for about an hour and I can't apologise. No, the show just went off on a strange what? tangent. I believe, I believe that that is probably one of the best calls I've ever heard you do. Thank you very much indeed, Philip. I, I mean, it was really, uh, you know... Very, because I mean, with, with religion, you know, you, I'm not many people know this, yeah. but when I was very, very young, oh. I was in the Salvation Army. What do you what um what, um, uh, um what do you mean you were in the Salvation well, I Army? I belonged to the Salvation Army when I was in my teenage years. Oh, okay, right. And um, I wasn't a bandsman or anything like that, but I did on occasions yes. carry the flag oh. when they went out for their own. Did you have the um the black suit? Yeah, I wore a uniform. Yes, I like the I like the suits of the Sally Arm. I think I think it's a really decent suit, isn't it? Yeah, it was it was really interesting. They tried to get me to learn an instrument, you know, for the band. Yeah, but it didn't really work. Oh God! And the instrument they oh. gave me was a gigantic euphonium. You see, can you have a uh, timbrels instead? Well, you could, tambourine. You could have had the trumpet, Catherine, but. You know, but they decided, and it was a bit awkward, and I had to take it home with me on the bus. Now, the euphonium, that's like a giant French horn. Yeah. A tuba, it's like a tuba. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, what, they, did they give you lessons, did they give well, you lessons on it? Well, they tried, but um, I think it was... And with respect, you're quite a short man, yeah, aren't you? that's right. That's right. <laughs> so it was sort of, you know, it was very, um, so I decided that, uh, you know, I would help out, you know, yeah. carry the flag and yeah. do other things, and I think they do wonderful work, you know, and still, uh, you know, occasionally well, they do. go. They put their religion out there, don't they? And they I, do. don't, I don't mean by preaching, I mean by showing, you know, charity yes, and exactly, generosity. Catherine. I used to belong to their drama group, and we used to go around various places. We actually, <laughs> we, we did one show in uh, Regent Street, in uh, Oxford Street at Regent Hall. You know, they've got a big core in Regent Street, yes. in Oxford Street, rather, I should say. Well, and we did it there. The reason I rang Hang on a second, hang on a second. I've got, I think we've, we've got, actually got a, a recording of you, Philip. Yeah. Um, when, when was this? Sort of the 50s? Uh, in, well, uh, 50s, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, I've got, I've just found a recording of it. I think this oh. is you. Hang on a second, on the euphonium. <laughs> is that you? Yes, that's there me. There we go. There <laughs> we go. Well the done. reason I rang in tonight was you wanted to know about bad bands... And one good song. Yes, and I, well, I'm not. I'm not after. I've got to clarify. I'm not after one-hit wonders. I'm after bands that have, have had a long and varied career, oh. but all of their output is pony, apart from one song. Well, th- th- I think that probably might not fit the oh. one I've chosen. I've oh, gone then. 1964, yeah. before you were born. Thank you very much. It was. It was a group that was put together literally, oh. and they were called Vince Philpot oh. and the Drakes. Yes, and they were put together, and they had a song called the Cramp. So there was the cramp. It was a dance. Yes, and it was uh, it was it went out, and it was the, probably the best thing they ever did. And Vince Philpot yes. was a non diplume for a famous singer and actor. Ooh, hang on. Vic, what's the name of the group? Vic Philpot and what? Vince Philpot. Oh, Vince and the Drags. Vince. Let's see if we can find it. 
Here, uh, we go, yeah. here we go. We're going to have a listen to it. I'm not going to... Yeah. All right, I don't want to look at it, because I don't want to see who it is. Let's see if we can guess. It's a famous... It's a famous singer. An actor, and goodness knows what else. OK. All right, OK, OK, I'm okay. there. There's a dance called the Cramp. It's the fabulist unknown. So, oh. <laughs> go on your mark. Hang on a minute. I've got... I had it there. Uh, yeah. I know it, I know exactly who it is. I've Do you got, want a clue? I've, no, I've got it. I don't need a clue. I've got it. I think I've got it. Have a listen. Is it... It's about... I know! He does it there. It gives it away. What, Charlie Drake? No, 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 no. I've got it. There's a dance called the Cramp. It's the fabulous unknown. There. So, go on your marks. Come on and let yourself go. No. No, I was going to say Norman Wisdom, but no, I don't no, think it no. is. I'll give you a clue, Ian. Hang on, hang on, don't give us a clue yet. I want to, I want to... You want a clue? Hang on a minute. I just hold. Back. Whoa, dude! You be rubbish at Trivial Pursuit. Hold back on the Sorry. clue. Hold back on the clue. Uh, names that are flashing through my head: Roy Castle. No. No. Norm Wisdom. No. Um, let's have a bit more. Hang on a second. He says a singer and an actor. He's a singer and actor. He's still active today. Oh. He came over here and toured. In London. He did a show in London for a few months. This feels like a clue. Came Sorry. over. Huh? Came over. He came over from America. Yeah. He's English. Oh. oh, is it our mate? It's, no, it's not Jim Dale. Yes. What? Jim Dale. What do you mean? He, oh, Doing a voice. Oh, yeah, so you gave us a clue, Philip. How many times... I'm sorry. Do I have to say, don't give us I'm a clue? Sorry, I didn't you... give you a clue. I just, you know, got carried away. And gave us a clue, you silly old sausage. Uh, Jim Dale, there you go, you yeah. see. There you go. The, the story behind it, Ian... Yes? Um, it was for uh, an advert on Radio Luxembourg. Yes. And they decided to put together a group, um, and they got this character, Vince Philpott, and Jim, of course... Oh. Um, was chosen to do it. Oh, let's see and if we, um, i tell you what, let, shall we see if we can get Jim Dale on again? Oh, fancy, get Jim Dale on. Let's, let's I mean, uh, see if he fancies coming on again, because I loved that so much last time, and that was about a year ago. Well, yeah, of course, yes, that's right, yeah, because he does the Harry Potter books for America, doesn't he? He does, Stephen Fry does them over here, and he does them over here. Yeah. Send he him an email, I've got his email yeah, here. Yeah, say, say, look, if, 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 if he doesn't fancy a repeat, that's fine, but we, we've just been talking about him, we're talking about yeah. Vince Philpott, yeah. and uh, we'd love to get him on for, for an, another chat. Yeah, the other side's very good as well, the flip side. Oh, well, uh, Philip, I shall, uh, you, I shall take your word for that. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Steve. Good evening, Steve. Hi, uh, Hello, Steve. Sorry, mate. Um, I, I didn't talk in about this. I've gone to that point. But I was just thinking about the tag in Hyde Park. Yes. Um, well, obviously, you know, I live in Newcastle, so... If I lived in London, I would have definitely came to them. Okay. But I was just wondering if there was any chance of 
possibly that being a countrywide thing in, at some point? Uh, there is there is a chance of it possibly being a countrywide thing at some point. Yes, that would be wonderful. It is being it I, is being talked I, I, about possibly doing it elsewhere in the country. Yes, because it sounds wonderful. You know what I mean? And, it's um, Life-affirming. I mean, I've been to Hyde Park a couple of times, and I've, I've been in the exact area that it takes place. So I'm more than jealous, but... It was a delight. Know. We had about 50 um, uh, late-night losers turning up. Some, many brought their children, and we played tag for... Well, it was over an hour this time. We had five rounds of tag, and um, it was yeah. an absolute delight. If you go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ian Lee, you'll see uh, a picture of everybody. Yeah. And Dan is... Uh, Daniel is... Uh, Rainer is, is busy making a, a docu- uh, well, a film, a psychedelic film of it. Yeah, because at first I was thinking uh, to be accommodating... Uh, like if you are going around doing some shows around the country anyway and then just fitting it in but then i thought it's worth well in my opinion it's worth just doing a tour of that anyway well it is it but here's the, here's the thing here's the thing um we w- <laughs> I, I don't think talk radio would give us money to take tag on well, no, no, on tour tag on the road tag on the road so we kind of would have to do it tie it in with when we're working and doing other shows that that would be but the wouldn't thing. it be wonderful if he could just do oh, a yeah. tour of tag it would be amazing wouldn't it i would happily start i, I think tag's about to get quite big because someone sent me a link oh, that there's a competitive tag in america i think there's a movie being made like dodgeball the movie but it's tag the movie i think that's happening i would i should probably go to the dragons and um uh, get a franchise deal on tag definitely Tag TM. Tag TM. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be wonderfully sort of spinal tapish if, you know, the mandate was, yeah, we're going to do the shows, but the, the professional stuff, do the shows. And the response was like, yeah, the show's great, but tag, 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 tag. Yeah, yeah, tag. yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. a movement for it. But my point is um, completely different. Oh. It, uh, I've only tuned in recently, uh, like in the last sort of half an hour, and you were talking about the... Um, aliens and space and stuff yes and it's just this i mean i haven't got the names and i haven't got like a phone with so i can google it and all that but um just read about this guy who during the second world war he was like a commandant of a concentration camp but not in germany um some is it the stasi or czechoslovakia or something like that but the point is he slipped under the radar and he, it wasn't known about, and he went on to be really successful in world peace politics. Oh. And the crux of it is, he got, like, when they sent a tape into space, he's on it, talking about peace. If there is anyone out there, welcome to this planet. We are a peaceful planet. Oh. And it went out, and then years and years later, after the tape, it went into space. They found all of this stuff. And it's out there. It's out there. Well, hang the on. Palm. So what? They, they so they've so they sent out a tape because he's like a peace ambassador. It's but then, but when when the when the tape was out in space, they found out he was a Nazi. Yeah. Wow. Golly gosh. So what is he in prison of, now? Then I think I think they only found out about it sort of. Is, that he, type of thing, is he dead? Sort of, maybe twenty five years ago. Flipping it. That's, um, I think he. I think he died in sort of the. 70s or something. Hashtag and fail. The tape, the tape went out in fail. the early 60s or something. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. about the date, but the, the, 
the basic point so is... So we, I mean, we, we, we have sent a tape of a Nazi. We have sent a tape of a Nazi who ran a concentration camp out into space. That's the first but thing not, that aliens are going to see. And he's talking about... But the thing was, he had a kind of... Uh, I don't, like a, a, uni- a United Nations type job. Yeah. It, go- it goes from bad to worse. Oh. He, he slipped under the net for 10 to 15 years and then he was, joined was, whatever yes. organisation yes. it was and he spoke about world peace and nobody knew nothing. Yes. Because it wasn't in Germany, it was in Czechoslovakia or somewhere like that. Yes. Like a much smaller type of branch without being disrespectful. No, no, no but, your point is taken. But he totally slipped under the net and he went on uh, having this world envoy peace type job talking about peace and stuff like this and everybody thought he was a great man and then he to the level he almost I, I don't even, he might have even won an, I don't think he won a Nobel Peace Prize but he won something and he went into space on this tape yes. talking about like love and peace yeah. and we're yeah, a peaceful planet and this beautiful yeah. stuff yeah. he yeah. said and then 20 years whatever later they found out all this stuff I... and he's out there and there's nothing to do about it. i mean it is like i say the worst thing about it is is it's unbelievable but at the same time poorly believable yes. it's just so depressing I would say the worst thing about it is that he ran a concentration camp, but I do take your point. I totally take your point. Steve, that's fact. If anyone knows the name of this, if anyone can back this up and knows the name of this, uh. I'm sorry, I'm all of Hey, don't worry, don't that, you worry. I, I, this is, this is what late night radio should be. People will phone in, Steve, and, and, and fill in the blanks if they know it. Thanks for sharing that, man. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you. much indeed. Ta-ta. Bye. 344 We've got Bill, we've got Pablo, we could have you next. My name is Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative. I think you'd have to agree, uh, dear listener, the, 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 the title, The Late Night Alternative, if it didn't fit in the last three months, man alive, it fits tonight. You wouldn't have heard any of this stuff anywhere else on the radio. Um, the radio station, of course, is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents, um, cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It really is a show unlike any other tonight. Um, Bill's on the line. Good evening, Bill. Hello, Ian. How are we? Uh, we are very well, Bill. Oh, good to hear. Good to hear. I'm uh, laid up with the man flu, so I'm all sensible tonight. Oh, you sa- you sound um well. You you sound less confused than you normally sound. Well, it's only just started. E- I can't laugh because I'll cough. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, um, Ian. Yes. Hello. What are your thoughts on the Illuminati? Um, well, according to my, um, nephew, my 11-year-old nephew, I am part of them. Okay, he's 11, yeah? Uh, yep. Well, at least he's not getting indoctrinated. He, oh, it's because you're famous, he thinks. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I've just remembered I forgot on my niece's birthday. Uh, <laughs> for, hang on, I forgot Pepper's birthday. See, I have my uses. Well, thank you, man. Uh... Uh, what does she want? There we go. 
Um, there we go. Thank you for that, Bill. And, and my sister, you are my sister's favourite caller, so she'll be very, very pleased to know that it was you that reminded me of her birthday. Um, well, I don't... The Illuminati, what is this? The, the New World Order, um, big money people controlling everything, shape-shifting lizards? I don't really know. No? No. Well, you tell me what you think. Can I convince you of a song? Please do, mate, yeah. OK, OK. You ready? Yeah. There, here, there, there. They're everywhere. They live mostly under there. They want to switch genders underwear. They're here to scare and scam our ham away and make everything one world government. And they're gonna control us through war. And they're controlling the population. And they want one Illuminati nation. They're the devil, and I can't say the next bit, so I'm gonna end. Hello? What the hell are you talking about, man? They're stealing our ham? Yeah, I couldn't think of nothing better, to be honest. That was on the spot. Well, well so what, so what you've, uh, are you, well, tell me what, you, tell me in using the power of just, like, talking, <coughs> what do you think okay. of the Illuminati are and what are they up to? I think that they're a satanic cult and they want to control. And there, there is something hidden and that's what the intrigue is. And there is a lot of, there's a lot of, like, stupid conspiracy stuff, right. but... But it's you believe it? Thing. No, no, no. I, I, I can this. I don't look too deep into it. But things like symbolism, I don't think that's no coincidence. Like hand gestures, and do you know, like you know, like particular like promotional materials. For, I, for had, shows, um, I had, I had, I had another man offer me a fight on the M4 today. What is it about well, me that people in other cars want to pull over on the hard shoulder and have a punch up with me? What did you do? I did. I did the um, the coffee beans gesture at him. Oh, and then he got out. No, what, what, what happens was, right? The, 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 and I'm sorry, you just about hand, secret hand gestures. There's a bit on the M4 where it goes down to two lanes as you come into London, and it's um, what do they call um, um, uh, what do they call it when one car goes in front of the other, then another car, and they take it in turns. Filter. It's a filter. I know. I know, I know what you mean. It's I know a filter, M4, right? Well, well, so one yeah. car went in front of this guy. And then it was his turn to filter in, then it was mine. And I was behind him, but he started motioning me to go in front of him. And I and I sort of went, well, no, I'm not going to, because you you should filter in front of me. So I did it, and he started, like, going... It, it, he went in front of me, which was he, he was right to do, but he was telling me to go in front of him. And he started getting angry. So I then... Uh, I then overtook him, and I put my hand out the window and did the coffee beans. You know the coffee beans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then he gets behind me, and then he starts making a fist and pointing to the hard shoulder. <laughs> I've had this about oh, nine or ten times in my life. I, I don't know, maybe he recognised you or yeah, something. Maybe he did. Anyway, go on. So you're, you're talking about handshakes and symbols. Yeah, I, I look at it on, on that level. I don't look into all this, like, shape-shifting and anything deeper, because that's all, you know, speculation, isn't it? Yep, yep. Just, like, little things, I have a point. You look for, like, shows, you know, that billboard, whether it's, like, film, theatre, music, album, music promotional. Yeah. It's, like, there's a lot of all-seeing eyes, there's a lot of pyramids, there's a lot of, like, free, like, triangle-shaped things. Yeah, but you also smoke a lot of weed. 
I still see these things. I well, don't smoke that much. Well, I know, but I used to have a mate that uh, that smoked weed, and he. I, here's the thing. I used to smoke weed, right? Here's the thing. Two weeks off, thirteen years. By the way, guys, here's the thing, right? Well I, done. I thank you very much. I would get um, paranoid as heck and believe. You know, I. I, I just think that. Listen, you enjoy the herb, as they call it in America, Bill, and I don't have a problem with that. So others might, I don't, but just, you know, I maybe, um, lay off it a bit. I don't do too much. Well. Um, I, I've, I've definitely laid off it for four days, because I can't smoke when I've got, like, a digestive infection. Oh, well, you're a pussy then, because I would smoke through that, and, 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 and then some. And then you'd be ill for two weeks. Yeah, exactly, but boy, oh boy. Um... Well, I I don't think there's a new world order. I don't really, but I don't buy any of that. No, no. you never. But this is a serious question. Have Go. you ever felt that you've, at any point of your career, you've been offered something quite big, but with a catch? <laughs> um, Not. Yeah. Well, yeah. It could mean that. To be fair, they do that. They do that sort of thing. The casting couch. Are you... Are, now, here's the thing, right? You're asking me, have I been offered a big job, but I would have to... I would I would be... T- I would have to know secrets about the Illuminati. Is that what you're asking me? They start off with sexual favours, to be fair, I think. I would, I would have to give them sexual favours. Yeah, right, it's, okay. it's all... But... I'm going to answer honestly, right? But, of yeah. course, the conspiracy theorist <clears throat> would would not... Would say, well, you would say that then, right? In no, my prof- I won't say that. In my professional career, and we are a year off, um, tw- we are a year off 20 years uh, b- working in this business professionally, I have never had to perform sexual favours to get a job. Now, the gag here is, of course, so chance be a fine thing, but I don't want to make light of, of, of many people that do, men and women, that do have to perform sexual favours, or have performed sexual favours to get jobs. It does go on. It, oh, it, oh, it totally goes on. I have, I have never. Now, and Derma O'Leary, on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful. Careful. Has careful. never. Has never. Uh, no, I haven't. Wink, wink. No. Yeah. But, can I, can I say something, yeah? Without mentioning the name. Yeah. All right, you've, we'll get off the subject of that man. But have you noticed that you two kind of was at the same time? You kind of come out uh, uh, into the, the the TV and stuff. Yes, yes, and he succeeded, and I haven't. And he's no good. <laughs> well, honestly, you you are ten times better than him. I, I, I was. I had this conversation with Catherine the other day, where I said because Vern and Kay started a little bit before me, and Dermot <laughs> started just a little bit after me, and and their careers have. Have blossomed. Burnham's staggered slightly recently, but um, I, it, fair, at least he's got something about him, Vernon. Do you know I, what I, mean? I, I listen. I like them both. They are both absolutely wonderful gentlemen. They've always been more than polite to me and 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 very very generous to me. But I do, you know, and I don't want to sound all bitter and sour grapes. But I do sit at home scratching my head sometimes, going, "Uh, how did that uh, happen?" They played the game. That's the difference. Well, that's it? what I mean. Bill's if, game. If you take away, if you take away sexual favours. I think they just kissed the right bums. So hang on, you're saying kissing bums isn't sexual favours? No, it's, it's a... Standard um, procedure. A, 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 no, a phrase. Well, they probably did it, but, you know, I don't want to get sued. Okay. Well, you saying you saying they probably did, but I don't want to get sued. I think that will save you from a court case. <laughs> <laughs>
just by putting the caveat, I don't want to get sued. That, that clears you, I think, Bill. Um, oh, I think... I don't know, I just think that it's weird that you... I can imagine you not bowing down to producers and being quite, um, hard work. He bows down with. to me, Bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, mean that, I didn't mean your kind of thing, so I mean, like, um... <laughs> <A> proper one. <laughs> no, 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 like, different, like, TV. Yeah. Bill, proper. as always, you've given us a lot to think about. I hope you get well soon, man. I'm all right, I'm all right. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course, I've got a cold. I thought you meant something else. Maybe I'll subconsciousness. Okay, thanks for calling. What happened at the end of that? Uh, we did throw this out earlier on, and I, I do like this one. Uh, things that scared you as a kid. For me, it was negatives of photographs. And also, we used to have a big, I wish I still had a big reel-to-reel tape recorder, right? And uh, we could record stuff on there. And we also had some music tapes on there. I remember Rod Stewart was on there. And the, what used to scare me is when you rewound it, you could hear, hear it being played backwards really, really fast. It sounded like skittles in my head. And it was absolutely terrifying. It, that terrified me. Uh, and Michelle has tweeted, things that scared me as a kid, Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, I would add to them Wurzel Gummidge and Rod Stewart. Yeah. The same person, aren't they? Well... Same person. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Evening, Jerry. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you, Jerry. What have you got for us this evening? Feeling a bit stupid today. I'm all right. Give us that again, Jeff. Sam's the man who answered the phone. Sam's the man. Ed, I don't remember that name. No, I don't remember that. I don't know who. Don't, 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 that name doesn't ring a bell. I'm afraid. That's all right. How you, how are you getting on then? Are you struggling a bit tonight? Dragging a pose. <laughs> we should have got that, um, I don't know if you heard, we should have got that Christian woman to heal you as well. She's healed my tennis elbow. Well, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go, it's not fair to call, to label Ken as evil. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that, that far, but. Although I've got a letter from him that I've never read out. I'll, I'll read that later, maybe. Yeah. I think he's back in the Talking about bass lines? Isolated bass. Yes, isolated bass lines. How do we get from Ken, Holy Ken, to isolated bass lines? Just, just my mind. 
like a washing machine going around. Yeah. It's just tricky. The washing machines are broke here. Mm. You can clean it. Out of the people's clothes. Big kinky. Mm. <laughs> I need to get some. I know, I've got a big pile. Of, this is a boring thing. I've got a big pile of washing to do. Getting my washing done is very hit and miss at the, at the moment. I need to. Um, do, I haven't got enough whites to do a full white wash. I've got three white things that I need to clean. Need some love. <laughs> some love? <laughs> Big kiss. That's no kiss chase. Kiss chase. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I More love, less hate. Too much hate in the world. More love, less hate, brother. I'm, I, I can't, I can't argue with those stats. Kiss chase. I can't argue with that. Okay, see you later. All right, man, take care. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jerry. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, let's go to David. Hello. Hello, David. Yeah. Uh, it's the second time I've called you. Okay, let me just get my, hang on a minute, where's my book of, um, David calls? Hang on. Um, hang on. There it is. There hang you on. go. Hang on. Let me just, what's the date today? It's the 6th. 6th. Uh, and it's 11.49 and it's David's second, second call. Yeah. Got it. Brilliant. Thank you, David. That's that cleared up. Yeah. Are you on right, speak? I'm... Are you on speakerphone? Uh, yeah. Do you do you have to be? Not really. It's just uh, habit. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds crap. Oh, right. Hang on. Are you still there? I'm there. Why would you? Because speakerphone is my. When I make a phone call, sometimes I have to record the call for for legal reasons, <laughs> for training purposes. Um, uh, and I go on speakerphone, but I hate, I hate speakerphone. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Good story. Anyway, David, this is your second call. Uh, w- w- what's this one going to be about? Right, uh, you're talking about Illuminati and this, that and the other. Yes, here we go. Yeah, and, uh, I mentioned here on, um, Tuesday, uh, Hang on, it was Monday, wasn't it? Check the book, Ian. Hang on, let me get the book. Hang on, hang on. It was on Wednesday. This no, that's this this one. Uh, it was on it was on Monday the fourth of September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. I, mean, uh, I mentioned to you about um, uh, Red Cullion's, uh, uh David Ike as well. I think I mentioned his name. Reptilians and David yeah. Ike. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, do you have um, people like David Icke on your show? David Icke has been on the show, yeah. We had a great time with David Icke. Very, very nice gentleman. Yeah, what about Timothy Good? Who? Timothy Good. Is he the UFO guy? Uh, ufology, yeah. Um, him, it's him and Nick Pope, isn't it? They're the two sort of um, things. Yeah. I, I think. Well, I think he's been on um, Howard Hughes' show. Yeah, well... Was he, was Timothy Good above Top Secret? Yeah. Yeah, I've read that. I've, I've read that. I've read that one's at college. I haven't, I haven't read it, but I've uh, oh. heard of it. Yeah, it's good. It's good, that. It's a good book. It's yeah. um, all about the um, undisclosed files the British government have got on <laughs> UFOs. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had, uh, oh, what's his name? John, John Spencer. John Spencer. I'm unaware of John Spencer's work in the field. Uh, well, actually, there's two jobs, uh, John Spencer's that I know of. There's oh. one who's, uh, used to be a, a snooker player. <laughs> right. I'm not talking about him, but the other, 
John Spencer, which is... What um, was the name of the, um... Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of Terry Griffiths. Oh, no, no. He's not. Terry Griffiths used no, to look way. like my dad's friend Lionel. I, and the guy that I, runs the handyman, um, the, um, uh, well, it's the handyman shop in Farnham Common. Looks like Terry Griffiths and Lionel. Lionel, right. I've not thought of Lionel for years. Yeah, it's Terry Griffiths, yeah. Yeah. It looks like Lionel. Yeah. So, you don't have, uh, ufologists on? Well, sometimes, from time to, you know, from time to time. Um, what, yeah. what, why don't you tell me, you said, and I appreciate the list of guest suggestions, but why don't you tell me your thoughts on the subject? Well, I am interested in uh, ufology and things go bump in the night. We have a guy on called Joe Lavens, Professor Joe Lavens. Uh, I've never heard of him. He's, he's brilliant, actually, and he's written a book, he's written a couple of books, about how an alien came down to Earth. Aliens, his theory is... And he has evidence about this stuff. He's got, he's got diagrams. Aliens came down to Earth and done it with a monkey. And that is how the human race started. And he's got a lot of evidence to back it up. Uh, well, the way... The, uh, the, the things I've read in the past... No. Uh, the aliens came down to Earth and started messing around with ape DNA. Yeah, yeah, they've done, done it with a monkey. Uh, yeah, um, you're talking about sex, though. Yeah, 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 sex, doing it. They, they came yeah, down and they I'm, did it with I'm a monkey. DNA. I've been messing around with DNA. Ah, uh, okay, mean, you think it was more, more cold and clinical. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of technology. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, now, now we're in Eric Von Daniken territory. Uh, yes. And, uh, I've read all this yeah, stuff. I used to read all no. this stuff at college. Char- Chariot of the Gods and all of that stuff. Above Top Secret. Great stuff. Mm. Yeah. You won't believe it, 82 now, would you? Sorry? <laughs> you won't believe it, uh, uh, 82, would you? Who, you're 82? No, not me. Um, Eric Von Daniken. Yeah. Didn't he? I thought the Eric Von Daniken stuff, Chariot of the Gods is the book. I um, thought all of that, he, he, he kind of came out and went, well, actually, I sort of made up most of it, didn't he? Or did I imagine that? Uh, well, it's mainstream media who's always scoffing ufologists and um, Asian archaeologists, because that's what Eric is. Asian archaeologists? Uh, Asian, yeah. Asian. Racist. Asian archaeologists. Asian. Yeah. I don't know what the word agent means. Okay. Um, uh, ancient is uh, in the past. Oh, ancient! I'm so sorry, ancient. ancient. A- yeah, wait, <laughs> I pronounced it wrong. Yep. And um, well, there's um, ancient, you, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to throw that again. But there's ufologists and uh, conspiracy theories. So you got all three. Yeah. Talk about space, UFOs, uh, aliens beans and so forth coming to earth yes and uh ufologists like david Ike and uh alex jones they talk about uh human uh, uh human look alike yeah but they can shapeshift 
from humans. You don't believe a word that comes out of Alex Jones's mouth, though, do you? I mean, he's just an obnoxious liar who says things to promote himself. Well, Peter, right, uh, mainstream media, like yourself, always scoffs. Well, no, I'll tell you why I scoff about Alex Jones in particular, because he came out and said that a lot of children that were massacred at a shooting, Handy Hook, were, were, were actors. They were all actors, and it was faked. Yeah. And that's not, that's simply not true, is it? Well, where's this? So, sorry? Where was this? This was a big thing. Loads of, loads of kids were shot at a school, murdered in America... Handy yeah, Hook. Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, thank you. I know it's a question. And Alex Jones came out and said that no kids got shot. It never happened. They were all actors. Oh, is this um, anything to do with... Um, because it was were on news uh, a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was quite a big story. Anyway, David, listen, we're coming up to the news. It's interesting to yeah. pick your brains. I look forward to putting your third call in my um, David phone call book. <laughs> right. Here we go. It's a full moon, guys. It's a full moon, and it really is living up to the reputation of a full moon show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Matt, Pablo, Cleo, stay there. You could be up next. My name is Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative. We're on talk radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's a full moon, and boy, oh boy, hasn't it sounded like a full moon show? Good evening, Matt. Bonsoir, bonsoir. Uh, bonsoir. Um, I've lost my records, and I just wondered if you could check in your book there how many number, uh, calls this is from me now, please. What book? The book that you write down all your calls in. Uh, no, 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 no. Are you only having it for Dave? It's only for Dave. It's, uh, I, I bought it specifically for Dave. He's, he's got his logs, two calls. I yeah. Think, I don't keep a book on everyone. Do you think I'm a sad case? Well, you know, sometimes I wondered. But, um, oh, cheeky. I've got a spreadsheet. I like I can't it. Access it. Um, Alex Excel. Jones. Yes? Alex Jones. Yes. Um, have you heard that uh, one of his latest beliefs is that there's um, thousands of kidnapped children being held by the FBI in an underground base on Mars? Oh, hang on a minute. Uh, do you know what? I was kind of thinking, well, that's not that's not impossible. Until you got to the underground base on Mars bit. Then I thought, yep, that's impossible. It does seem to be slightly difficult, yeah. But he fervently believes that that's the case. That they've been taken there to, I don't know what, what why, child labour or something. Why Mars? Why underground? <clears throat> Mars is quite hidden away. I think because the atmosphere on Mars is uh, a little bit tricky, so they've gone underground to keep them out of the way of um, the Mars rover and... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God knows, who knows. That'll sort it. Yeah, why are they? Why are they up there? The, why? The let, okay, for, let's just for a second. Let's indulge this, right? And be, uh, let's let's assume it is true. Why are they up there? Well, I think it's because they're being used as slave labour. But there is also a small unpleasant part of me that thinks I might have read that they're supposedly being held there as sex slaves. Mm. So, so there are there are FBI agents working on Mars. And they are also paedophiles, and they the won't FBI get the work. The children, they won't get the work done unless they manage to have sex with thousands of children. I think, if I recall, the idea is that the, the FBI do the grunt work of actually kidnapping and storing the children, but they're being used by the Illuminati for their pleasure. Um, they obviously go there on their holidays. Gosh, that's um, yeah. Here's legit, the thi- here's it? the thing about Alex Jones. There's several things about Alex Jones I, that are probably unbroadcastable. I, I don't know if he believes these things or if he, he just smells the dollar, because he's got a brilliant, brilliant act 
And it's a great act, and it's made him, you know, powerful is perhaps too strong. It's made him certainly influential. Um, yeah. And obviously, and he also earns a shed load of money off of it. And I wonder if he just, you know, it's like it's like the Sunday sport, you know, World War Two bomber found on the moon. I wonder if it's if 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 it's that they do that. The, the sport does it with their tongue in their cheek. So do you think he's yeah. seen how far he can push it before someone goes? Ah, no, no, that can't be. Well, I just, I, I, re- I think he's he's realised there is no limit to the bullshine that can come out of his mouth especially if you continually undermine i don't know mainstream meet professional journalists and experts but then we would well, say that wouldn't yeah. we and I, well, obviously you being shills of the bbc yeah. government and all that sort of stuff yep. um it would be worse if he doesn't believe it and he is doing it for money i think if he's going out there and actually deliberately getting people to phone up parents of sandy hook children to tell them that they're liars uh, well didn't he money. say in his divorce case or custody battle over his children because he's divorced. Um, didn't he say in court that, um, that Alex Jones, the father, is different to Alex Jones, the broadcaster? Alex Jones, the broadcaster, is a performance artist, yeah. but it's performance art. Now, whether he actually buys that or not, like I said at the very, very start of the show, you know, people will say things, they will exaggerate, they will say, you know, particularly in custody battles, they will say what the judge wants to hear mm. um but i i i cannot believe he believes that crap but i can well, believe I, I, I can believe that there are thick people who believe what he says oh yeah plenty 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 but david ike believes the stuff that he puts out there about you know the, the royal family being shaped shifting lizards i'm sure he does i don't think he does that for money because as far as i'm aware he's not exactly rolling in it oh david Icke, um I, I i think does believe that we'll get david Icke on again i really enjoyed our chat with david Icke. yes yeah, it was good. nice because we, we didn't i didn't really care about the shape-shifting lizards i wanted to know about him and um... the thing is the 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 talks he gives are not one hour evening with david Icke. here's an illuminati special they go on for hours oh, flipping it. Mm. Do you know what? I'll tell you what remind me Cass. can you remind me tomorrow we'll have a little look see if he's got any more shows planned um, and if he has, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can get a little backstage thing with him, and and you know, because I'd like to see at what he does in terms of prep, and you know, whether it, whether it's the same as an actor, you know, whether he's backstage going la 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 <laughs> la 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 la. I wonder, but but it'd be nice. Like we got on really well with David, and I think he enjoyed. It. Uh, Matt, thank you for that. Cool. Just one more thing. Yes. Talking about the Illuminati. Did yes. you ever listen to the Parapod? Um, what was that? So it was a, a series of podcasts by Ian Boldsworth. Um, oh, I know Ian Boldsworth. He used to be known as Ray Peacock. And yes, I know, I know Ian Boldsworth. No, I, I, do know I didn't, but I'm aware of them, yes. They are brilliant. They did a whole episode on, on the Illuminati where Barry Dodds was supposed to go off and uh, investigate who they are and what they do. And he did this whole spiel about what it was. And then it turned out at the end that he got them, got them confused with the Scientologists. Oh. So anyway, it was very funny. You should have listened to them. They're on, um, on the iTunes, obviously. All right, Matt, thank oh, yeah. you very much indeed. Let's go to our uh, conspiracy uh, uh, experts, because he lives it every day. It's Jonathan. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Well, I, I've met Alex Jones. I've spoken to him a number of times, uh, either on the radio or uh, in person. And I'm telling you now, Alex Jones did not say that there was underground paedophile moon bases on the moon. It was one of his guests who said that. Okay, well, that means something. Yes, that you're right. That is something completely different. And as for the Sandy Hook thing, yeah, uh, 
he he tried to explain in the Megan with a Y Kelly interview that uh, his uh, what he said about Sandy Hook was either taken out of context well. or based on partial information. Uh, that was available at the time. Well, hang on a second. Those are two different. Those are two different things. To say, oh, what I said was taken out of context is completely different from saying I said it and I believed it, but I only had partial information at the time. So has he since come out and said that he believes Sandy Hook was real? Um, I think he believes it is real. Well, no, uh, uh, has uh, he uh, has uh, he uh, since uh, come uh, out and said uh, that Sandy Hook is was real? Uh, he thinks he now thinks it's uh, real. Uh, what happened at the time? Uh, well, whenever these things happen, uh, it, they're always suspect. No, they're not. What suspect as to whether they actually happened or not? Yeah. No, they're not. Whether it, no, they're it, not. Whether it was the people who? No, they're not. They're, uh, not, they're not always I mean, suspect. I, I, hey, if kids get shot and other kids say they saw kids shoot, you know, kids getting shot, I, I kind of believe the people that were there. Well, I, I don't know enough about Sandy Hook to comment. Sandy Hook, like 9-11, surprisingly enough, doesn't uh, uh, occupy my interest. Well, hang on, are you saying that Sandy Hook was fake? I, I, I said I don't care whether Sandy Hook was real or fake. You, I, there's, a big, there's bigger well, fish to fry well, here. Well, well, well you, you go and tell that to the mum of, of, of one of the kids got, that got shot. I, I think Sandy Hook is quite a big fish. Well, uh, it is for the people involved. Uh, uh, it's just that with me, I'd rather stop the next attack than uh, worry about uh, the ones that have gone before. What does that mean? It means we can't change the past, but we can yes. do something about changing the future. Well, I mean, nine. Bizarrely for you, bizarrely for you, you're you're normally you 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 kind of. Um, Make statements that, 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 that say something, but here you're just saying platitudes. No, I'm not. I, I, I do not care about 9-11 or Sandy Hook. That's, I, that's I really opinion. don't. Okay. It, it, it doesn't bother me. Some There are plenty of people out there who care about Sandy Hook and 9-11. Uh, let them get on with it. I'm more worried about other things, like what's happening in the future, like the forthcoming mineral uh, 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 war with the, North Korea. The mineral war. All right, uh, uh, Jonathan, thank you, man. No problem. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. It really is being a uh, feisty show this evening. Um, I'm enjoying this. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Anyone's calling for a lock-in. It can't be a lock-in tonight, because I've got to be up at seven. So... Uh, <laughs> the, the, oh, we've got a very long day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's exciting. Um, uh, Chris Difford from Squeeze is coming in. I finished his autobiography, Some Fantastic Place. Oh, it's a good read. Oh, it's a great read. I, I was doing half and half, half audiobook, half reading. When I was walking, I was listening. When I was on the train, I was reading. Absolutely brilliant. And then, so he's coming in at three, I think, to uh, pre-record. We might periscope it. I don't know. We'll see. And then tomorrow evening at 6.30, we're going to the ICA for the launch of the new Sparks album, Hippopotamus. And uh, we shall keep our fingers crossed. We might get a few minutes to speak to Ron and Russell Mail. Absolute legends, as far as I'm concerned. Heroes of mine. I love those men so much. Very quiet, softly spoken gentlemen who just make 
the biggest noise you could possibly imagine. It's wonderful. Um, Pablo, then Cleo, and it could be you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. It, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Pablo. Pablo, oh, no, no, no. Single got a cross line. Oh, who is who uh, is this then? Pablo, stupid name. This, this is Gideon Serpentine, head mm. and COO of um, mm. uh, um, yes. Oh, I've completely forgotten of the companies. Oh, Illuminar TV, yes, uh, entertainment television. That is um, a brand new service that's bringing entertainment to the masses, okay. and we're calling to offer you a perfect deal for prime time oh. on all the channels. Yes. Um, you've got two hours to do whatever you want. Yeah. No conditions. Wow. Well, well, a couple of conditions. Well, yes. Firstly, there's, there's a bit of a handshake you've got to learn. Yep. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, secondly, um, you do have to deflower Anne Whittacombe on an altar. Ay, 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 Go back a bit, buddy. What's this about a handshake? Well, it's a bit of a funny one. Uh, I must say, we generally don't like you to do it in public, so really, it's just between the two of you or whoever's in the room within the uh, fraternity. Okay. And it's definitely hands that are being shaked. Um, shaken and shook, yes. It, it's, a, it's a back and forth. There's several movements and manoeuvres that you've got into. There's a little bit of fingering involved. But, okay, uh, that's, well, that's, that's, that sounds absolutely marvellous. And I'll, 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 please speak to my agent. I'm, uh, I'm there, I think, yes. What a delightful fruitcake. Um, Kyle. Evening, you're all right. Isn't it, um, do you know what I was going to say then? It's really offensive, so I, I won't. Cause you can't really say it. But I'm going to say it. If you travel back in time to mm-hmm. 1930s, 1940s Germany, and you became high up in the ranks of the SS, they'd say, Heil, Kyle. Heil, Kyle. Well, uh, I, used, I used to joke that people used to say when they saw me, see Kyle. Okay. That's, um... My nudge defence, yours drove a Land Rover through the fence and it's gone way off. Oh, I'm doing Don't the, do the I sign. Know, I'm pointing in the distance and it looks like I'm doing... Let's move away from Nazis, I, I think. Sorry. Uh, no, Sorry. I brought it up. I brought it up. What have you got for us this evening? Well, it was uh, the Scunthorpe uh, and Connection. whole thing. Yes. Scunthorpe uh, and Hull. We've got shows booked in Scunthorpe and Hull, and they're only five minutes away from each other. Well, uh, I don't want to... Well, not dissolution, that's the wrong phrase, but... Because, um, obviously, I used to listen in the old days to uh, International Radio 1 oh, yeah. with Chris Miles. Yeah. And they did a, a focus... I remember him saying they did a focus group study. Yes. And it's like, yeah, we don't get enough listeners in, in, in sort of North East. Yep. So yep. they dispatched him and the team to go and do something in Hull. And they had, like, a big video screen set up. You know the ones, uh, I mean, where they used to have the BBC used to have the big video screens, didn't they? Yeah. And uh, apparently they were, and so the big thing was, hey, come and watch 
watch and listen to Chris Miles live or whatever. Yeah. And I always remember him sort of saying, so he was doing the show from Hull, and him sort of saying, right, let's have a look at the camera. And there was one bloke who started dancing around in front of the camera, and he was like, right, this was worth every penny, wasn't it? And it was you? No, it wasn't. Well, so there was only one person turned up to see them? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, just outside, it was like a big, yeah. and apparently, and I've never been to Hull, like the big, sort of main BBC screen that they show everything on. Yes, I know. Um, yes. they, were, they were sort of simulcasting, if you will. Well, we, I and, think uh, we're going to have a similar turnout. I think we've sold seven tickets for Scunthorpe and ten tickets for Hull, or it may be the other way around. I'm not totally, totally sure. So, um... Oh, what? What is it then about? And I'm, I'm genuinely asking. I'm not. I'm, I'm not no, ripping no, Michael. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand why there's such a weird thing about radio in Hull. Well, no, I think they listen to radio in Hull. Just maybe, you know. I, I don't even know if, if we broadcast in DAB in Hull. No, I don't this know. is the thing. We drive up and down the country a fair bit, and there are big patches where no, no, there are small there are pockets, small, small pockets, pockets where there we, we are not available. Yeah. So if they don't know about us, they won't listen to us. On their internet. Um, and also, I, you know, uh, I don't know if I had an, you know, I don't know if they watch the 11 o'clock show, I don't know if they watch, right, I don't, I don't, um, I don't know, but we're going to, well, listen, we're going to do the shows, whether there's seven people there or there's a hundred people there, um, we're, we're definitely going to go and do the show, so if you've got tickets, boy, oh boy, it's going to be intimate, come and sit up the front. Um, I, I, sorry, Ian. No, I was, I was, I'd run out of steam as I realised that we were probably going to be doing a show to seven people. It's all right. <laughs> We're going to drive for three and a half hours to do a show for yeah. seven people. But that's how yeah, dedicated but, we are. But it will be quality. I do remember my friend, uh, years ago, went to, uh, uh, it wasn't really, it was Fish on his own, did a gig. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember, I can't remember where it was, maybe, somewhere around here, like Oldham, maybe. And, um, so basically everyone filed in, <laughs> I said everyone, you'll see why. Yeah. And, and he'd set everything up, and there were about 12 people in attendance, and he said, do you know what, let's stop this. Yeah. Um, I basically bought like loads of bottles of wine oh. and then said, you know, turn it into uh, anything people will ask me. And he just went and sat with people for the 12 people that had showed up. And I'm, not buying of, pe- I'm not buying people wine. Even if there's only seven people there, I'm not buying them wine. Well, it's buying Lambrini or something. It'll be all right. Um, I, it, but do you know what? That's, that sounds like a, a wonderful evening for fans of, of uh, Fish. I'm, I, here's the thing, right? This Chris Difford book is flipping brilliant, and I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Some fantastic places, autobiography. And um, he talks about um, being a massive junkie. But then he talks about getting clean and going, and, and when him and um, uh, Glenn Tilbrook, the, the other guy, main guy from Squeeze, weren't mm. t- talking, um, he, he went off and did some shows on his own. And Glenn Tilbrook had been touring on his own for a few years and kind of built up a reputation. And, and in all fairness... Glenn Tilbrook was the main singer. Um, and Chris Difford went and did some shows on his own. And he, he said, no one, no one turned up. You know, we, they were very, very sparsely attended. And you kind of think, if a guy was in a band that, that filled out Madison Square Garden, Madison Square Garden, three nights in a row, um, can go off and do a tour and, and they can be very, you know, playing tiny clubs with 20 people there, I'm more than happy that we'll have seven people in Scunthorpe. The more impor- than happy. The important thing is that they have a good time yep. and that we end up with a decent podcast. And actually, I think maybe with a smaller audience, we'll get more out of them because they'll be more likely to have a chat with us. Um, Julie listens in Hull and she listens on the DAB. 
Spread Yay. the word, Julie. We're coming to you on at the end of October. Spread the word. Spread the word. Spread the word. We need to. I think. Um, no, I think that's really good. I was going to say the other bit. The other bit I clicked my because I'm sure that I saw Chris Difford bizarrely spot Elvis, my Elvis, not the dead one. Yes. Once I'm sure in Manchester. Um, but the other one was, and you will love this. And is, you're, you're right. Um, you would have seen Chris Difford supporting Elvis. They they're all good friends. Yes. Ah, right, okay. So, so like, I know he produced, like, some stuff. Yeah. But, um, Ray Davis actually did, like, and I didn't go, and um, I cursed myself forever, only a few years back, and, um, and Ray Davis did, like, a thing in Oldham Library yeah. for, like, eight quid a ticket, yeah. where he was just, like, ask me a question, yeah. and he played a few songs with his guitar. Don't ask me that. I never went. Um, yeah, I, that, this is, uh, t- tomorrow, Catherine, remind me, gigs of shows that you c- you should have gone to see. I think we've done this before. i never forget, because I saw the Kinks when I was about 15, 16 at Ali Pali. And mm-hmm. then when I was in my early 20s, I saw the Kinks were playing at the Kentish Town Forum. It was about 1996, playing the Kentish Town Forum. It's a small club small it holds about 1500 people and i saw it i thought nah, i can't be bothered to go the kinks will be around forever I'll, I'll, I'll go to the next one they split up after that was the, the, the last gig they played in this country ever and i was like oh no should have gone if there's an opportunity to go to a gig then do it and that's why th- doing this job i sometimes take a night off work to go to a gig with with, with usually with the boys although we've got a couple coming up because i've missed so many gigs and you know i, I think it's more important to enrich your life um by going to see wonderful art being made live in front of your very eyes than it is to um be a slave to the rhythm no slave uh, well, wage slave that's what i mean that's what i mean kyle i think we got there in the end no that that was uh, that was that was our turn boss shall i cut you off yeah. Um, evening, Cleo. Hello, old Bean. How are you doing? Good, thank you very much indeed. And how's Kath? I haven't spoken to Kath since you got back. Let me ask her. Hang on. Kath, how are you doing? Um... She's a bit up in the air at the moment. <laughs> she sounds off her piss. Yes. quite high there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, things that scared you when you were a kid. Yes. Do you remember? I don't know whether it was just a North East thing or what. There was a fad where... There was like people were scared of a, a painting called the, the Crying Boy. I'm aware of the Crying Boy. It's one of those paintings that people would have on their wall, but there were like millions of them. Yeah, and they said that it was um, linked to fires. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just because everyone had it. Yeah, exactly. But like when I was a kid, yeah, you go to a house with one of them in. No, yeah, I'm a big fan happen. of the green Chinese lady. Yeah, I like that one. I as like well. the green Chinese no, they're lady. They're quite nice then. They're quite nice then. Yeah, worth a fortune now. The green Chinese lady, if you've got one, they're, oh, worth, yes. they're worth about they're, they're worth about twenty grand now. Because everyone, because there were so many of them, then everyone just chucked them out, and there's hardly any left worth about. One sold. Um, uh, I saw this online. One sold at Sotheby's about uh, sometime in the summer for just over twenty thousand pounds. Luminora. Yep. Um. But do you miss being sort of scared of ghosties and ghoulies and creepies and that when you were a kid? I think as we get older, it's, a, it's like, oh, a lot of the mystery of things like that just drops and you get... I used to love being scared. I know what you mean. I, it does disappoint me that I will probably never be scared by a movie ever again. That that upsets yeah. me. I'd love to I'd love to be scared by a movie, and that, is, that isn't... That's not going to happen, because I'm not an idiot. Weird. I miss things like that. I miss, like, um, when you're a kid, you're very much, like, in touch with the earth, aren't you? 
With what? Playing with things with T- bugs. In touch with the, the earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing with bugs. Hippie, dippy playing freak. with rooms. Yeah, oh, um, what? I think you're more aware of the seasons as well, aren't you? What? When you're a kid? I think, yeah, no, yeah. No, that's, that's rubbish. I see whether it's Christmas no, or not. No, that's rubbish. I'll tell you why. Because I drove in today... Um, and the uh, first day back at school for the kids, and it was grey as I drove in, and it was getting dark a lot earlier. I thought, well, we're in, we're, we're in autumn now, and it made me sad. I missed the summer, and I was disappointed and depressed that we were entering the autumn. Like, so suddenly I was, I thought, oh God, in a couple of months it's going to be like cold, wet nights. Mm. It's going to be horrible. So no, the kids are more in touch with the city. Are you nuts? Yeah, but what, what I mean by that is the more sort of... <laughs> See, when you're, in, when you're in primary school, you spend half your time looking at leaves and pine cones and... What? Because you're forced to go stuff. out. <laughs> yeah, you, you do it with the, 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 the teachers and you're out there and yeah. And I think you're just, you're more... Was your teacher Grizzly Adams or something? <laughs> you were, you, spe- you, you stared at a pine cone? Is that was your lesson? <laughs> Flipping <laughs> heck. They don't know I failed with GTSE. There we go. Yeah, but um, you know, just... I think about like being scared of little, stupid little things, and I'll tell you one thing I was really scared of. Yeah. When my nana died. Yeah. Um, their house wasn't far from mine, and I had to walk past it. Yeah. And I, for, until I was about 15, mm. I dared to look up into my nana's bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little weird little things like that, isn't it? It's quite... But now it's like, you know, that's like, there's no suspicion anymore, there's no... Hang on a second, hang on, sorry. Kath, did you just fart? No, it's my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) I sounded and smelt uncannily like... Do you see any glitter? Do you see any rainbows? Sounded and smelt like you dropped your guts. (laughs) Shut up! Shooting glitter would chuff. Yeah, exactly. Cleo, listen, thank you very much for that. 0344 499 1000. While we fumigate the room, let's take a break. (laughs) Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio, we'll get you talking. I wasn't going to come in tonight because I didn't feel very well today. I'm glad I did because this show has been um, has been a, a, a dream and a joy. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Good evening, David. No, 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 no. Oh, Christ. Um, Ian. David, what's wrong? I'm in the right deliver pickle. Okay, go on. Let's see. If we can sort it out. Don't well, panic. I'm a bit. Uh, I'm a bit. Near. I don't want to. Right. I'm scared that people listen and take the meeting. Do they kind to me? No, David. No one would. Do. Well, if they do, they're 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 not worth bothering about. What's wrong? Have you been entered again? Well, no, no, no. Kind of the, the other way around. Right. Right. I need you to just stay with me. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. Some sometimes, and only sometimes, mind. I get a real, real urge to do some spring cleaning in, 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 late at night. Yes, I know what you mean. I used to get that. It's, it's, it's quite, it's quite therapeutic. Yeah, well, exactly. So you're on my level, right? But I, I mean, I'd been in, in, oh, I'd been in bed, and I was not obviously not. I was declothed, right? So yeah. I thought, oh, I'll do, I'll do some hoovering, right? Oh. And, uh oh. I've got me, I've got me willy stuck in over. Okie dokie. Now and I don't, it's swelled up. Okay, is it now? When you say you got it stuck in Hoover, um, is it one of oh. those nozzles, or is it Nuzzle. like the, the one you push along and you the, the, with the the the, nah. black, the thing underneath? 
No, 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 it's a nozzle. It's a it's nozzle, a nozzle. Okay. okay. Is it a Henry Hoover? No, no, it's a Vax. Okay, good, because at least he's not looking at you. Uh, can no. I ask how this happened? Well, I flipped. On? Into? The nozzle. Okay. Right. Can you can you turn it to blow? I don't think it's got this setting. I, I was thinking maybe that if I um, turn it on again, that the the air passing over my shaft might uh, provide some kind of buffer, and I could dislodge it. You could make a shaft uh, buffer out of. But well, t- have you got? It? Can you turn it on now, David? Shall I try it? Let's have a go. Right, one second. Keep our fingers try. crossed for you. Right, three. Two, one. <laughs> well, that didn't bloody work. What? What? What happened? What exactly happened? Oh. You he right? nearly ripped it. He nearly ripped it off. Okay. What you need to do is you you need to turn it on, and you right. need to twist it, twist it like you're twisting um, a, a jam jar lid. And as yeah. you're twisting the the shaft of the the nozzle of the of the vacuum cleaner, you need to um, pull your penis out of the. Don't ask me how I know this. You need right. to you need to to twist and pull. Should he be buttering this beforehand? No, no, no. Don't don't get don't involve any lubricants because it's gonna that would get Ooh. nasty. Twist and pull, but it's got to be on. Right, twist and pull. Th- three, two. One. Well, Salad. Is that all right? No, I, hang on, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's not budging. Can I ask a question? Yep. Is, (laughs) is your bag full? Or is it empty? Have you got a full bag or an empty bag? It's not a bag, it's a cylinder. What do you mean? I might... How much hoovering did you do before you phoned us, is what he's asking. I haven't hoovered in a while, to be honest, Gaff. Um, Should I ring 999? (laughs) Let's just hold off. Let's just hold off from the 999 for a moment. There must be... Why don't you take it outside? I can't take it outside, Kath. Me knob's in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not got a backyard? No, I live in a flat. Oh, well, that's going to be problematic. <laughs> is there, an, is oh. there a neighbour that can, that can pull it off for you? Um, for, for frankly, not. No, my neighbours think I'm weird for some reason. Could you it's stick weird. it out the window? No, it's a hoover. It'll drop down and yank it off. Well, you need to um, cool yourself. Okay. It's going purple. Yep, okay, okay. Um, oh, Christ. You could try, and this is going to sound... You could... Is there any leeway at all? Could you get one of your balls in? <laughs> no, because well, that, what that will do, that might break the sealer. If you've got a bo- one of your balls in, that might break the seal a bit. Or a f- pinky? Um, try, try a ball first. Right. And that might break the seal and, and, and release the, the, the pressure. Um, are you sure? Pretty much, yeah. Right, three, two, one. 
Okay, um, let's go back. Catherine, you mentioned butter. <laughs> you might be a bit late for well, butter. <laughs> um, Can you... Have you got any? Have you, even if it's like, I can't believe it's not butter. Marge. Utterly butterly? What have you got? Have you got any cream? Olivio. I think it's a bit late for butter. Okay. I've got a testicle trapped in my nozzle. <laughs> okay. Um... How long's your Ooh. nozzle? Could you pull it off and blow down the other end? Absolutely oh. not. No. Okay. Um, God, this is this is hard, isn't it? Um, is it? Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna be honest, David. I I I oh by the way oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If anybody out there, I tell you what, David, we'll take some adverts. Um, he's not going anywhere. Um, if anybody's got any suggestions for the last 20 minutes of the show on how David can get his penis out of the, uh, uh, vax. Maybe have a friend that's yep. happened to. Yep. 0344-499-1000. We'll take, we'll take calls straight to air to save time. If you phone up, we'll, we'll put you straight on and straight through to David Badcock. Badcock by name. Um, we'll come back after this break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, very unusual situation. Uh, we're going to take calls straight to air if you can offer any advice to uh, uh, our caller. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's David Badcock, regular to on the show. David, can, can you just just describe describe what's going on there, please? Well, I can say that during that advert, and this is a sentence you never thought you'd hear, during that advertisement break, I did manage to dislodge my testicle from the Hoover nozzle. Okay. My, sh- my shaft remains well and truly wedged. Okay. Michael on Twitter says, put the vax on reverse suction power so it blows the penis out. It's not got reverse su- Why would the Hoover have a reverse suction? Well, for this kind of eventuality. Well, exactly. Mm. Uh, it, it it could be worse. I know someone who who had a similar situation, but it ended up with with a prolapse. So it could, yeah. Christ. Yes. Um. But line line one. Have you got uh, a, a, any suggestions for David Badcock? Right. My suggestion is, David, do you own a shower? Yes. Okay. You know the part of the pipe that you've got your appendage stuck in. Can you? Take that off from the actual pipe itself. Um, can you take the, the, the sort of long hose bit that your penis is entered? Can you remove it from the? Can you remove it from the from the Hoover itself? Yes. Yeah. So it's just, d- d- so it's just swinging free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One second. Yep. Uh, in theory, I mean, oh my god! Come on, you bugger! It's life or death. Right. Yep. Uh, I need two hands. Hang on. God. 
Jason, Jason on Twitter is saying you might need to phone the fire brigade. They might have to cut it out. Absolutely <laughs> not. I don't want to worry you, David, but this is time sensitive. I'm sure you're aware of that. Mm. I've got one end out. Okay. What what should he do once he's 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 released the pipes, Star? Right, basically, he needs to go to his shower, turn it on, full blast, on cold, mm. and have the water ah. shooting down the other end of the pipe. Ah! Yes. To shrink the penis? The force of the water shooting down will force it out, plus the cold water will help shrink it. And how do you but, know this? Have you, have you had to deal with this situation before? No, I used to have a friend whose auntie worked in A&E and she came across many of different stories of different things that have happened Sorry? and she used to have fun telling us all these different stories I of love people that, that came into the A&E. I love that nurse confidentiality. How many times... <laughs> yeah. How many times did she come across someone with a, a hoover on their penis? Um, only a couple of times, but there's been other oh. cases where there's people come in that have had, um, baked bean cans go missing, and their excuse mm. was they was doing spring cleaning, and they fell. <laughs> um, one had a, um, glass milk bottle stuck on his, his end of his penis, and he turned around and said that he was outside, he needed a wee, and he wanted to use a bottle, and it was cold, and it got stuck. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Out where? Are you out? Did it work? I've, unplug I've unplugged it. Right. No, what do you mean? Hang on. Absolutely fantastic. No, hang on. Have you unplugged the penis or the Hoover? No, no Hoover. It nah, nah, It looks like an elephant's trunk. Okay. Right. So, thank oh. you very much for that stuff. So the, the, your penis is out of the Hoover now. No, no, no. The, the Hoover's not. Oh, um, I see. Right. Okay. Let's see if. Um, hello, line three. I'm just calling uh, for Bab Babcock's Badcock yes. um, scenario. I want to ask, uh, does he own talcum powder? No. Babcock, do you have talcum powder? You don't? Well, no. Oh, well, that, well, that screws my whole idea. Because basically what you do is you put a bit of talcum powder on the shaft. I haven't got any talcum powder. Oh, uh, do you have a hairdryer? No. How can you not have a hairdryer? Everyone's got what? a hairdryer. I don't have well, a wife. You, you put the talcum powder on. I've done this many times. I've, I've got my uh, member stuck in a, in a hoover a couple of times in the past. <laughs> you put a little bit of talcum powder on the uh, on the pipe, uh, on Which the and on the shaft, and then use a, a, a hairdryer to blow some cold air, which uh, shrivels uh, the said member. And, uh, that's your, your answer. But obviously you're saying you haven't got any talcum powder. Where so about, hang on a second, let's, uh, David, whereabouts are you based? Maltby. Right, the, the, the caller, are you anywhere near Maltby? Maltby? I am not, I am, uh, right. I, I'm in the north. But I could get in the car, I mean, I could be there in a couple of hours. Right, I'm, uh, I'm hoping we can get it sorted before then. Let's try, before then, won't let's try this one. Line one. Just think of Julia Hartley Brewer okay. naked. There we go. There we go. Thank you very much, indeed. Uh, that's, terrible um, thing to say. That's a terrible. May, 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 I, may I, I, at this point, in, interject? I don't know. Are you able to interject with that stuck on the end my, of your? Uh, my, my, um, yeah. my, <laughs> my, my, my penis isn't engorged. It's, it's just a very small nozzle. No, it's swollen with the passage of air. 
No, well, I know a, va- I know a vacuum. He's a vacuum cleaner. He's created a vacuum. It's Which like still... those pumps they use. Yeah, um, right. it, it, it creates a vacuum, and it's it's um, it, it it can make even the littlest man um, stand proud. Ste- steady on. Yep. So what we need to do is uh, here's the thing though: the longer it's there, the more chance there is of. Um, well, um, w- what we call cockbite, and your penis falling off. No, no. Yeah, 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 it is. And I'm just wondering, um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone. Oh. Huh? Cockbite? Cock yeah, it's like frostbite. But on the... Yeah. And, um... I don't know. Uh, then the, here's the irony: you called your fan club cock lovers. Now look at you. So uh, it's, a, it's a delicious. Have you, have you tried to shot down the end with water? No, I was, I was waiting to. I'm, I'm currently resembling an elephant and studying well, with a. Can pipe. you can Please. you Stop, go to the stop bathroom? boasting and get acting. Can you get to the bathroom and, and turn the shower on cold? It's got to be freezing cold, and uh, uh, shoot as, it down as, the end as hard as you can. Yeah. Can I just do it at the, in the kitchen tap? Has it got enough force to it? I don't know if that's going to work. It's got to be cold water. And I've got a cold tap. Okay, fine then. Let's 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 have a go. Right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Oh, no, I'm never. Hang on. Oh God. Right. I'm going to turn in the tap on now. Oh. Wish me luck. Good luck, David. David. David, you need to listen very carefully. Oh. This is important. Yes. Have you got a hard back? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Matt. He's just he's oh. just put, putting cold water on his penis through the, the nozzle reached, of the. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's reached. That's it, David. You need you need you need, you need to put one foot up on a on a hard back chair. Place the tube from the Hoover underneath your dangly part around the back and over your shoulder what? to right. place the other end in your mouth and then blow as hard as you can in the form of a French horn or tuba player until the old chap pops out. You have to do this right now because if you don't, I think it's going to get gangrene and drop off. Right. Oh, Jesus, right. Well, I've, I've emptied the water out. Did the cold water not work? It, no, it bloody did. It just made the... Okay, so you've got to, you're saying he's got to pull it between his legs and round his shoulder and play on it like so he's he playing to put, a bagpipes. Yeah, put, bagpipes. Like he's playing a, a, a strange form of bagpipes, yeah. yeah. He needs to blow as hard as he can right. for but as Don't long squeeze as he can. the bag. Well, I've done no, it. Exactly. <laughs> Three, Any good? No. Shall I give it another toot? Give it, give it, and give yeah. it another little, uh, little toot. Try slightly higher pitch. Hang on, hang on a minute. I can hang on. Is that having any impact whatsoever? I think it's walking the neighbours. Uh oh. <laughs> But it's important that you have your member pointing directly downwards to allow gravity assist. There we go. Oh, was that? Was that I think we just heard it. Was 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 that you? Hang on a minute. I think we can. Um, yeah, here we go. No, is that? Did that have any effect, David? He's passed out. 
No, okay, that's not that's not work. We've got another. Uh, hello, caller, you're through to David. Dun 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 dun. Ice, ice, baby. Have you got any ice you could pour down your tube? I think is what you're suggesting there. Um, yeah. <coughs> okay. I've got dust. I've got dust in my beard. Oh God! So at least you worries. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. I think I'm. Do- I'm just going to ring nine 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 because this is this is. Not I think I think it. it's best if you. I don't call... think it's a nine 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 job. You should go yourself. <sighs> I think I'm I think the number the number for this kind of incidents is sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine, isn't it? I believe. If you give give that number a call, David, 69... Have you got a pen and paper? Yep. Right, the phone number is... 69... Yep. 69... Yep. 69. If you give them a call, they should be able to, to help. And they might dislodge my penis. Yep, yep. Definitely. Good luck, mate. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Well done. That's, um, we'll, we'll give you an update on that um, tomorrow. Naked housework. Be careful out there. Gosh, that really was... Uh, that was upsetting, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, well, here's the good news. My elbow is cured. I've still got the ears, though. So you don't have to become a Christian. Don't have to become a Christian. That was the deal. Jesus had to fix the ears. That was the... Uh, that was the condition. Um, well, sailing towards the end of the uh, the show, I wasn't going to come in today. I'm, I'm glad I did because that was um, a load of utter, utter nonsense. Don't forget, dear listener. Um, uh, what's this? People are tweeting all kinds of some of the advice I can't read uh, because it's just too too vulgar. Um, I mean, Jason, he might need to pleasure himself <laughs> and use the resulting, well, he... Oh, God. I can't say that. As lubricant to ease his, and then I can't say that, out. Gosh. So... Um, very idea. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's unpleasant. Oh, look, Hemda has, uh, liked a tweet I did. I like Hemda. When are they coming back on the show? I'll ask them if you want. Yeah, let's get them on the show. Although I messaged them saying they should come on the show and they never... Oh, screw those guys. Screw those losers. Keith and the girl, what the heck? Um, basically, we've got a busy, night, busy day tomorrow. We've got Chris Difford and we've got Sparks. Um, I suggest we might play Chris Difford tomorrow night. I think we might play Chris Difford out tomorrow evening and maybe Sparks on Friday. If we get anything at Sparks, I don't know if, we, if we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get anything, but it's a, it's a swanky album launch at the ICA. I was trying to think, I went to the ICA years ago to see something, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. Mm, I went to see. I can't think. Oh, well. These things happen. Um, that's it, dear listener. Don't forget the podcast. There's a daily best of, and there's um, uh, the the interview with the guests. The Jeremy Vine uh, interview went up yesterday and is well worth a listen. Uh, Chris Difford will play on the show tomorrow night, and he'll probably go up on Friday. I would imagine that would be the way it goes. Um, there will not be a rabbit hole tomorrow morning because we haven't got one. But we'll make one. We'll make one tomorrow or Friday. That will. Don't worry, it's going to happen. It'll just be a day or two late, and we apologise for that. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Ian Lee I A I N L W E for updates on all the live shows we're doing. Now all the bits and pieces at Flipping Kath. Uh, no G and Flipping Kath with a K. Back tonight at ten. Ta ta.